Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. Transmit live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. I can't decide if that was like it's a spooky. Halloween yeah. Special. Well, I was like, is it spooky or is it like, is he trying to do like a wrestling announcer no, type thing? Oh, it's trying to act cold. Okay. Oh, it's freezing in here. That's right. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Spooky Simon. <laughs> what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but first, Kamara's going to go over some new Patreons. Oh, right on. Hello, new listeners and old listeners alike. Welcome to the show. I love the Patreons. And you, I have, love you don't have them up, do you? <laughs> <laughs> we have MV. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I have it here. I have it here. I have okay. It here. I, <laughs> I think it's um, Michael Torres. Fake laugh. Big shout out to uh, Chuck Tricker. Chuck Trice. Chuck Trice. What up, Chuck? Related to Obi Trice. Real name, no gimmicks. And Michael Torres, that's new, right? That's a week ago. Okay. And Michael M- Torres again. Nicholas Martin, what's up? And MV. Give a big shout out to all of them. I'm so sorry. And, all of them. Uh, and MV, I just said I it. I was about to say an MV, but I was seeing if there's anything else. Am I crazy? Did we miss Nona Geringer a couple weeks ago? Shout out to Nona Geringer. If we did miss Nona Geringer. We apologize. I'm pretty Very sure we... Sorry. Got it, because we talked about Nona being an Italian name for grandmother. Well, it's just, you know, $20 level. You got to make sure you give them the Big money. Who was this week, Kamar? It felt like you said, like, three names. I think this week was just Chuck and MV. Although Michael Torres, it says a week ago, so And then he said Christopher somebody. No, he's just throwing out stuff. It's fine. Anyway, that's the new Patreons. Kamar. and MV, welcome. Thank you so much. So sorry I wasn't prepared. Kamar, how was your frigid week in the tundra? Oh, it was just cold, but I was painting inside. My only thing, I got owned on social media. Because um, you know that that article came out about um, all the doctors want Joe pulled from. Not Spotify. all of the doctors, well, whatever 15,000 or whatever, yeah. And so I wrote the same doctors that prescribed Oxycontin. Just, you know, a little jab. Yeah, but that's I a good mi- one. But I misspelled Oxycontin. <laughs> nice. And so they just attacked me. <laughs> Who's they? The left? Whoever, like, it got way more likes. The person saying, you can't even spell Oxycontin. (laughs) (laughs) And then another guy shit on Rogan. And I was like, he was like, I remember back when no one liked Joe Rogan. I was like, back when you were employed and uh, had a job because it was. Unemployed and had a job? Brooks Whelan. Okay. Um, He got fired from SNL. But I, I wrote it space, and then another space, comma, and then a space, and then the word. And someone wrote, look at that poor old comma just hanging out by himself. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it got like 40 likes to the one that got two. 
so people hating on Kamara's grammar got, is got getting too. more likes than his fucking <laughs> Look statements. Look at that comma sitting out there all alone. And then I was like, well, at least I'm getting interaction. So I switched to Instagram <laughs> and someone posted a behind the scenes of uh, Gucci Mane and Lil Dirk. Okay. Like, um, you know, when they just sort of standing in front of the cars. Yeah. But it was just someone showing the behind the scenes. And I just wrote, rap videos really look sa so sad if you look at the behind the scenes. And I got lit up. <laughs> like 40 comments on who the fuck do you think you are? What do you want him to dance? I was yeah, like, dude, yeah, black nice Twitter. Black Twitter ain't having Kamar. So, I mean, it was nice to be, it was nice to get some interaction, but for all the wrong What ones. do you want him to dance? <laughs> Slow week. Well, the internet was undefeated with you, Kamar. That's great. Oh, yeah. I got, I got owned. Simon, how was your week? I just find it so funny that Kamar is like in his basement, just getting. Why is know. he in a basement? Do you live in the basement? No, I was in the basement, but whatever. It works for Simon's <laughs> narrative. <laughs> the basement always makes someone seem so lowly yeah, and shitty. Just though. surrounded by empty yeah. Cheeto bags. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I wasn't trying to cast dispersion. It was just Fine. where I assumed. I spend a lot of time in doing my doing his fucking virtual arguing from. Sorry. Um, my week. Oh, it was fucking cold. That's about all that was going on. Yeah, I um Yeah, for listeners, it's uh it's frigid in here right now. My wife asked me if I wanted to go skating the other day. This Dude, was mine too. This was before the um the cold. The cold. And I said no, and she said why? And I said, "Well, the skates hurt my feet. That's mm -hmm. number 1. And they're uncomfortable and I don't want to go and be uncomfortable." Mhm. Mm that's she fair. said, well, why don't you buy, or I said, if I could buy comfy skates, I would go. So she started looking for comfy skates on uh, line. Mm -hmm. There's like a K2 pair. Mm -hmm. They look like um, ski boots. Yes. And I couldn't bring myself to buy them. Okay. Because they look so dorky. Mm -hmm. But then I started thinking like, People wear hockey skates to do normal skating. Hockey skates are horribly uncomfortable, but that's just like the culture that we have here. You know what I mean? Yeah. If more people would wear the super dorky yet wildly comfortable, um, you know, ski boot skates, let's call them, it would just become the norm and then... I wouldn't have to feel embarrassed about going out and wearing them. You know? I just love the fashion, please. I was just going to say, I love the thought of you on the canal worried about what other people on the canal. Hey, losers. <laughs> <I skate. laughs> what are those? The K2s? You fucking queer. I guarantee. I guarantee yeah. that if like we said, let's go skating. Yeah. Okay. The three of us. Oh, so you're worried about people like us. And we pulled in, put on, putting on our skates, and you guys were like struggling with your laces, and I'm like zipping you're my velcroing clam pop, your velcroing you know? your. You guys are gonna make fun of me. That's just how people are. I'm not saying it's your fault. People in Canada have just been bred to associate skating with hockey, so that's like the norm. Even though, again. You know, if you're never going to play hockey, why are you not? I'm just curious though. Hold on. I, I want to understand this. So I, I just want to understand. I'm mad this. at society. Have you ever skated in anything other than hockey skates? I have once. And what did you skate in? Figure skating? No, they were like these rented. They were actually like not Velcro, but they had two fucking. Because I've never thought about cranks. it. To me, skates are hockey. There's only figure skates and hockey skates. The K2 ones, Matt. Yeah. Um, all the reviews were, um, 
this changed skating for me. Interesting. Wow. I can't believe I was wearing those other skates this long because just think skates are terrible. Yeah. They're not comfortable. Cold. They're the always cold. digging into you. When I was a kid, I could never tie them up tight enough. Yeah. So I would always be like, yeah, bow legged. And it ruined skating for me, man. Like I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I don't know how many other kids it's ruining skating for out there, but I really think we need a culture shift here. I, I would. Sorry, I was going to say, I agree. I never had my skates on tight enough and they were never sharp enough. I remember one time I went out and someone like older than me who was like a friend, like really tighten them, like like lose circulation, tighten them. And I just gotten them sharpened and I was like, this is what skating's like. It's like a game changer. Yeah, you can't tie skates up when your hands are cold. I bought a pair of those, just a dial on the front. Okay. But my uh, stepfather co-opted them, but he calls me every year to tell me how amazing they are. Hmm. Well, there you go. So, and since you're a dad, I think you can wear whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, by the way, that's true. Commercial. I blame Keith. Keith, if you're listening, just fucking skate. You don't need to fucking post a photo or a video every fucking day. You piece oh of shit. Oh my god, my wife. That's what it is. Inspired. That's why yes, I. This, this is, is why I brought it up. Because Mary too. Why don't we go skating with Keith? I was like, I hate the winter. I hate the cold. I don't like skating. And in the, in this weather, if you pull up to get a beaver tail, by the time you pass it to you, it's a fucking icicle. You know. Yeah. I, I hate the fucking Well, no, winter. nobody's going skating right now. That's crazy. Talk. Oh, there's people out there. I'm oh, I know. Sure. I'm saying nobody in this And room. I'd say the conditions are probably great. You're not going to get ice more frozen than this. It's fucking frigid. It's, Anyways. It, we broke a record in Ottawa this week. It's It was the, the coldest day in 41 years, just for <laughs> listeners. Global warming. Yeah. <laughs> How's your week, man? Then, oh, sorry, uh, I'm not done with my week. Oh. Come on. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and then I heard somebody say... I smoked this. Jo- I smoked a joint to watch some movie. You heard yeah. someone say that? Yeah. And I thought to myself, when was the last time I watched the movie Not High? And I wonder, am I like making all movies worse for myself? Because no, no, it's okay. impossible. Yeah, I no, think just... I think it exposes <laughs> shitty stuff when you're high. I've always thought that. But you mean like you know you're about to watch a movie, so you go smoke a joint? Yeah, specifically, ex- exactly. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Let me give you an example. I rewatched for no good reason 2012, two nights ago, with which, John which Cusack. Oh, yes. John Cusack, world. Oliver Platt. Oh, uh, end of the world one. Yeah, yeah, I think Danny Glover is the president. Uh, it is <laughs> It is fromage 2008. Doesn't the limousine like fly over? Oh, dude, yeah. that whole limo driving scene is priceless. <laughs> like, it is, I'm telling you, go back, get high as you can. Roll three joints for the movie. Watch it. It's suspend disbelief. They hit every cliche you can imagine. Incredible. I, I watched that MacGruber uh, <laughs> show this morning. The movie? No, it, they made a they made, they made a show out of it. Okay, because the movie's hilarious. With all the actors are in it, man. Lawrence Fishburne, Kristen Wiig, Val really? Kimmel, not Val Kimmel because he, he dies at yeah, the end of, course, of the movie. Of course, but um, the new bad guy is. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, fuck. What's his fucking name? He's always about Billy Zane. Um, and it, but all the people are in it. Yeah, it's it was like, you know, it's so stupid. Yeah, but it's, but it's hilarious. Funny, yeah. And I was telling Matt earlier, Kamara, I don't know if you watched The Peacemaker on HBO. It's the spinoff of The Suicide. John Cena. John Cena. It, just it the is first episode. very funny. It is very funny. That opening scene, um, like the beginning where they're all dancing just cracks me the fuck up. And at the end, because the bird is dancing also, the eagle. Yeah. And at the end, he like does this thing with his wings where he 
you know, ta-da type of deal. And he kind of stumbles. And I don't know what it is, but it fucking cracks me up. He makes man. It up for him bowing down to China. <laughs> John Cena, he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my week was fine. Come on. Thank you for asking. My pipes froze. That's how cold it is. That sounds like a medical issue. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I gotta say too much. Burst like that also sounds. Well, I mean, you never know how close it is. Like we we woke up and the the water wasn't running, Mm -hmm. so that's we called the city and they were like, we didn't have a planned outage, so your pipes probably froze. And then the guys, Mary's talking to the guy, which is always a mistake. Um, He's like, "Where's your water meter?" She's going outside of the house looking for it. (laughs) I finally jump in. Our water heater or meter is right beside our cold storage room. And as you can imagine, the cold storage in the winter, because it's like exposed to the elements, it's, it's frigid. So luckily Simon came and saved my fucking house this week. Thanks, Simon. Were you supposed to just leave the, a little bit of water running to avoid that? No, that's the opposite. No, what you got to do is you, I mean, if, if they're frozen, you turn the tap on and then you get like a space heater and put it close to the water meter. But it took 24 hours for our water to come back on, which brings me to one thing I'd like to say. We're just so fucking spoiled. With everything? Yes. Like, I woke up and took a shit, forgetting that, like, Mary's like, babe, the water's off. And I was like, whatever, I'm just taking, oh, fuck, that's right. So, like, I get home from work, and there's still this gross shit sitting in the fucking, yeah, terrible. And then you just, it's one of those things where you're like, water is just always going to be there. Why didn't you, just suggestion. Yeah. Why didn't you get a pot? Yeah. Get snow. Boil it down and then you just dump it into the toilet and it flushes. Mary the kept getting buckets of snow and she would realize that as if you fill a bucket with snow, Simon, you're only getting you get a this bit much water. water. Yeah, yes. You got to do a couple buckets. So by sure. the time we had a full bucket, the water was back on. Okay. Either way. Well, you made it. Glad you're here. My point was just it, it's funny these things we take for granted. And we're such a, it's worse now because like I feel like in the 1800s when you got something new, like let's say you had running water. You were like, oh my God, this is incredible. Probably won't have this next year. Mm-hmm. Whereas now we get something and we're immediately like, when's the new better thing? And like that thing's never going away. You know what I mean? Like water. You think something better than running water? Is uh, I was just going to say, yeah. what's the new yeah. better running water? It's like virtual water. Yeah, direct into your veins. Oh, there you go. All right, Kamar, well, you want to run down the guest list, pal? I'd love to, brother Matt. Uh, this week we start off with uh, Funny Man, 1761, Jim Gaffigan. Old by Australian, 762, Josh Zepps. Then we had, I never thought I'd see this coming, 1763, General H.R. McMaster. Why would you never see this coming? This ticks so many Joe boxes. Well, did it. Uh, 1764, end of yes, the week. Yes, it did. With the new opposite to Sober October, Ari Shafir, Shane Gillis, and Mark Norman. Doesn't it feel like you got a new group of friends? Yep. Other than Ari, I guess Ari's the mainstay, but like... Doesn't it feel that way? Joe is an older guy. Yeah. Gotta and stay hip. Yeah, the he needs to and I'm not it's true. Listen, you can't hang out I, with rinks forever. I would do the same thing in his position, you know what That's I mean? That's why I'm your friend. Yeah, because you're so much slightly younger, younger exactly, right? So it yeah. keeps you a little bit hip. I don't know telling you about NFTs and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But I you're like um the first second wife. 
I need even younger at this. Oh, point. I know. I'm, I'm gonna, getting so listen, old. I get it. I I'll be replaced. Like... I understand. Well, I hit 40 next year, and I realized that at that point, I'm probably gone. Right? You need 30 yeah, year old friends. Yeah. I hit 50, yeah. and you hit 40. Precisely. Yeah. It's yeah. I got to keep your, your finger on the pulse. That's right. That's right. Simon starts a new. He'll be like David Portnoy. He's gonna. We're gonna come in one Sunday, and there's gonna be two young hipsters in here, and he's gonna be like, "Sorry, guys, I busted double." We're gonna be talking about Yellowstone, and you're not gonna know what the fuck exactly. is going on. Exactly. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, yeah. Anywho. All right. Well, let's rate the week. That's what we do. Yeah. Well, after we go over the list, we usually rate the week. I'm sorry, the cold is. I gotta say, to of course, there's no ads this week, but I love four episodes. Is great. Even numbers, Joe. Even numbers. That's the least you can do for us. I, I personally prefer three, maybe two. That's just me. Just what we're saying. If what we prefer. Okay, but for me and editing and the yeah. sake of the show, <laughs> yeah. three is a nightmare. Two, I'll do. Two, I'll do. Even numbers. Oh, three, yes, yes. Yes, yes see yes, what yes. I'm saying? Even numbers. That's all I really care about, Kamar, is even numbers. I, after listening back to me last week, I hated myself. Oh, for... Yeah, it ruins the, the podcast. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wow. terrible. And whatever, man. If the if the if the yeah, advertisers no, if drop us, we're yeah. fucking going ahead. Yeah, it's fine. I'm never doing that again. I apologize to the listeners. I I was in a mood, and I just was you know I try to keep everything moving. You guys are more important than anything. Yeah, I agree. Let's rate it, Simon. You look ready. I will give this week a three. A three. Okay, Kamar. I can't go that far. I give the week a two. Two Jamie Vernons. I'd like to back up. I also give this week a two. It's weird. I, oh, give I thought it, we were talking about another week. No, I give it. That's funny because I was actually going to go three and a half, but now I'm concerned. I'll give it a three. I think three is fair. I have to give it a 2.5. Now that I see how heavy Matt wanted to go, I'm going to reel back a little so bit. I can't think and... for himself at all. Well, just hear me out for the reasoning. The Gaffigan, I just, Jim Gaffigan seems, he's a funny, great guy. He hasn't been on, like he's not a, a regular I like that one. Even though there was like a lot of political and COVID talk, I seem to have gotten over it. Uh, Zeps was a lot of COVID talk, but there was some good pushback that we don't normally get. So that was fun. Uh, the general I could do without. And then I love the last no, one. The general is a travesty. I'm going back to two. I am going back to two. Now that I heard Matt break it all down, I'm going back to two. That's fair enough. Yeah. Okay. This week stunk. There's a lot of issues. <laughs> this week fucking stunk. General. This week stunk, stunk with a capital S. Yeah, that general I had some issues oh, with. Oh, we'll get we'll Oh, I'm get sure there. we'll get there. I'm sure. That general and then the the four queefs or whatever they decided you can't on. Can't name your own gang. You can't name your own gang. That's crazy talk. Crazy talk. So should we come up with talk. a name for them? It's like a bunch of old dudes. We, we, we could. We are in the position too, not that it sticks, but whoever makes the one that sticks is not in the group. Well, either way, we're going to make that group Shane, name, us point and we're going to roll with it. We'll see. When we get there. Fine. Let's start the week. 1761, Jim Gaffigan. Before we go, did you, have you guys watched his new special, Party Monster? Comedy Monster? Story? Am I going to see anything new? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, was, I, it was very funny. I enjoyed it. Kamar, I'm so old that I'm at the point where I see things and I don't remember anymore. You know when you're 20 and you see something, you're like, I've seen it. I know it. You couldn't tell me I haven't seen it. or like This, this is brand new. Just I know. And I... I I feel like I watched it, but I don't think I did. What? No. That's if you feel like you watched of it, it you I've watched. Watch it. I've been watching a ton of comedy lately. That's why. So, yeah. I, if you don't know, you don't know. But yeah, we'll take, that as, <laughs> we'll take it as a no. Because Simon, you, <laughs> you don't know what you don't. know. You went to see him live, and we're 
really disappointed. Yeah, well, I mean, we're not going to rehash. No, no, I'm just saying. Look at him gaslighting me, eh, Maddie? You see that? He's right, though. You did say that you never wanted that it was a terrible show and that you would never do it again. Yeah, and I said I never wanted him on Rogan again, and I stand by those words, man. Wow. Now, I'm going to part ways with you there. I sort of agree with Maddie. He was sort of. Despite whatever he thinks or whatever you think I think about him that you'd make me think that I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you nailed it. He's You know that I know that yeah. you know that I know. He's OG as it gets. Like yeah, he's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sticking with whatever you do and just making it work, like he gets respect of all comedians. Well, you also said you really liked his new special. I did. I as I sub I went in thinking I would not and and was surprised. So that's really good to me. I watched Louis. I watched That's Sorry. Good. Really good. Better yeah. than Chappelle's. I mean, if you're just comparing, they're different. Well, can I say this? Because I found it interesting. <coughs> people are railing on Chappelle because they're like three specials. You know, he, he made jokes three specials. I mean, not people, but some people, right? Like we heard, we even heard Simon last week saying, you know. Simon, I'm those people sure. who said it. It's fine. I'm not, I'm not berating you for saying it. You're entitled to your opinion. But like Louis, you know, had a bit in there as well about transgendered. And I just think it's like the topic du jour and again, again, I get that Chappelle kind of doubled down on it. Go ahead. I just think Louis flipped everything. As he does. You, but he, like in that bit, he was also like, straight guys are gay, gay guys are... Like, it, it, that was the best part of the bit. I think, again, we know no one said what Chappelle said that was offensive. It's just the way he talked about it yeah. only. And how do you... Also, not, Chappelle... He doesn't have to do anything. Chappelle seemed like there was a little anger behind it. Like towards... I don't know. I don't want to say a group, but just like he was generally... Angered by poignant. It. it was poignant. I think Chappelle being black is what really does it. Well, Louis Mexican or whatever. Yeah, but Louis doesn't look Mexican to the point where he would have ever. No one's ever had him walk into a store and been like, "Watch that Mexican." You know what I mean? Like that's not fucking happening. Ah, we're we're treading water here. I had. I it wasn't that I had a problem with what Dave said. I know. It was he didn't have to triple down on. I, it. I that understand. Was, I understand. And by tripling down on it. He one thousand percent opened himself up to unnecessary criticism for sure, but like he didn't have to do that. He could have had one joke and had fifteen other bits that had nothing to do with it, and probably still gotten his message across. But well, who am I to say, you know? But I mean, again, it's that's not how comedy works, as well, right? Like you can, like here's an example: you do the first special where you have a bit about transgenders it shouldn't be a big deal because like i said louis just did one there wasn't the same pushback there right so let's just go off the first one he gets a ton of pushback <clears throat> so it's on his mind he's thinking about it a lot as a comedian you're going to think about other sides other shit you know what i mean you're going to it's going to keep churning in your head and you're going to come up with more great bits on that topic and i i think you as a comedian do yourself and comedy a disservice by being like well i don't want to touch that topic again because a i touched it last time and b people were pissed like it felt so okay. It felt like he got a bee in his bonnet. Yeah. And I agree. I would equate it to like a rapper who was in a beef with a dude and he made a whole album that was all just beefing on this one guy. And yeah, the rhymes were fucking killer, but you're, you know what I mean? You see where I'm going here? That was yeah. a terrible example because in that, in that it example, I'm like, yeah, example. do it. Dope. Yeah, oh, I see. Because you guys want a whole album. But, you know, it's... Uh, that, that's, blah, blah, blah. And I know. When you were like, but the lyrics are fire. I was like, oh, I'm totally in. Let's yeah. move on. I'm going to pull this back. I don't yeah. care. It doesn't matter. All that I, being I really said, don't care. Again, it's Simon. My point. I'm not angry at I know Dave. you're not. I, know. I just... That's Listen, why people are angry. When I said people, I wasn't talking about you. I did say to Kamar, like, Simon brought it up last week and had an opinion. I, either way, I... 
again, this isn't a hill I want to die on either. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm just saying. I like. Yeah, I, I feel. I you. really don't. I got you. Don't have care. An opinion yeah. on it. Go ahead, Kamar. We're done arguing. Jim Gaffigan's <laughs> special is an out, and I thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this fucking dum dum. I, I he he asked um about whiskey and if Joe had. Uh, was coming out with his own. I'd be, yeah. I'd be surprised if he doesn't, but... Oh, 100% Can he you imagine... He must have has turned down one a day of endorsement or people wanting yeah. to, like, brand him or whatever. Of course, but for sure. I'd like to see some of the labels he turned down. Uh, they mentioned Geraldo, just a passing, but he, he was... Greg Geraldo? Greg Geraldo yeah. may be the best. He was a killer. Like, if he... Uh, Hey, yo, you got AIDS, yo. <laughs> from a, from across <laughs> the subway. fucking best bit, man. He, uh, he, <laughs> he left too soon and is definitely on that sort of weird underrated. Yeah, he's like a Patrice. Cause it, like never had, a re- <laughs> never had a real special you could point to and be like, this is a body of work. Even though Patrice had I mean, elephant in the had room. Major Him and Patrice issues. were hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. Together. when they would yeah. go back so at each so other. Great. Yeah. And Again, both of them great on um, the show I can never remember the name of. Tough crowd. Thank you, Kamar. I mean, again, let's keep in mind, it feels like things that came out of Boston and New York in the 80s and the 90s, whether it was comedy or music... I don't know. It was yeah, just, it was and again, that's a generational sure. thing, right? Like, it's easy for us to <laughs> and, say that. And, and London. Back in the good old days. I still... Comedy on the East Coast, there was... I just don't know. I don't know. It feels like that's what bred the best and the most killers. Well, well it was still like, then they said Carlin. Like, I, I, he sort of thinks he's underrated. I don't think. I think Carlin gets a lot I think of. He, he's he's a legend that he is. Yeah. I don't know how you put out 22 specials and are not considered. Maybe you put out too many. That is no. diluted. They're all good, but it just, oh, another one? I don't know. I mean, I guess you're right in the sense that, like, you could do a Carlin bit and then be like, I have no idea what special that was from. Because there's just too many. And then, like Joe said, he might have shot himself in the foot because he called a special. Uh, I like it when a too lot many of people, people die. die. Or I, I like it when a lot of people die. Dude, that is one of the best. I th- could I not come across after 9 11. He's no. just forgotten, though. You know what I mean? Like, they're. I don't know. You just don't. I hear people say Carlin's one of the greatest, but I don't know. And again, no, hold he's on. Memed every week. It's a generational thing again, Simon. Uh, that I agree, I totally agree. You know what I mean? Like he was like a seventy-year-old man by the time the two thousands rolled around. So anyone born like he was too old for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I know Carlin as being from Bill and, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I do as well, but again, so my dad coming. watched a lot of like stand-up, so I I was exposed. My to dad a bunch loved of, Carlin. Yeah, my dad loved Carlin too. Um, and again, like you said. Clips go up daily of something poignant that he said regarding any plethora of things. Jim mentioned like leeches as a, they still use leeches. I believe for uh, plastic surgery. Really no way. Stop, yes, yes. Really? Yes. No way. Mm. I think, look it up. Mm. It feels like something you need to look up. I mean, up. they I use leeches <laughs> in some places for sure. But he like, just been like uh, leeches and we've come so Africa, far. I was just going to say, are you telling me that if I go to the most highfalutin fucking plastic surgeon in LA, know. they're I just going to have a jar of leeches? I'm going oh, yeah, to look that for up sure, right now. Sure. Please do. Thank you. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. Oh, fuck. It's cold. You go on with your conversation. It's freezing I felt in with here. Jim, like he uh, he was talking about how, you know, comedians shouldn't talk, but did want to talk about it. Yeah. And he sort of exemplifies me that th- he acknowledges all the other uh, politicians are lying pieces of shit, 
but for some reason, just the way Trump is a piece of shit is unbearable to him. And, and others like like I'm that way too though. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at you, but yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't mean it as an indictment, but it's just like you can take someone else being a piece of is just the way. You know what I mean? I I'll take I'll, I'll put it to you this way, Kamar. At least like, at least put on at least play the game. Put on the shiny bullshit it's, veneer. It's, it's like, but you know what my problem is too is is like. Most politicians you don't know until they get to a level where you know them. You're preconceived or you're... I knew Donald Trump in the 90s Donald as a piece Trump of shit. I grew up with... Yes, this is my point. So it's not like, you know, and put aside like, sure, he, he I can't sit here and be like every policy he did was terrible for the United States. That's obscene. Like, obviously, you know, someone has to knock some stuff out of the park in four years, right? Well, if if they're doing anything... I think my problem, my problem is this, is I feel like Republicans in general, and I'm not an American, I don't vote there, so if you're American listening to this and you're Republican, don't take this personally. My opinion doesn't mean jack shit. It feels to me, though, like Democrats, by and large, will vote with Republicans if they think it'll help Americans, if they think it'll help the average Joe. And I know that sounds like they're like, they never help the average Joe. So occasionally they do. I feel like Republicans never do that stick to the, what they stick to yeah like they're like we're not going to give you jack shit and that i feel like is a problem with politics and i gotta say joe i don't know if it was in this episode he when he brought up he was like yeah what what they're making because they had that list this week i'm sure you guys saw it of all the politicians versus the s p 500 how much they're making versus, somehow just yes luckily yeah. knowing something's happening the top five or six were all republican and dan crenshaw was number three on that list he was way the fuck up there. So Dan Crenshaw's on like a Nancy Pelosi level. They're all they're all corrupt, but for some reason Trump just sticks out too. His his he's one of those um, can't say one good thing though, right? He'll Who? never say a good thing about Trump, regardless. Even if he had a good policy that helped. Who are we talking about? Pe- Gaffigan wouldn't Gaffigan. say. Oh yeah, he, he is. He hates him. And oh yeah, there was yeah. Listen. There's a lot of gray everywhere. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. He's he's too... Um, Set in his ways. Staunch. Rigid. But I wonder if that has... If you're successful, though, you're going to have an inner feeling that what you think is correct. And you have more of a right to state that than anybody else. Everyone sort of has that. The uh, Kamar was correct. They do sometimes use leeches. Wow, in, there you go, uh, Kamar. So high, Mr. History, Jim Gaffigan doesn't know high, everything. Highfalutin um, You got places. it, Simon. You got it. This, Sorry, man. This is one of those situations where the uh, guest was a, the interviewer and uh, he asked him, "Where do you, wh- what do you think is going to happen in the next 10 years? Sort of like a reasonable thing. But I also think he said that because he wanted to give his... <laughs> he like pulled he, a Simon. Yes. Yeah, yes. Ah, you know what you yes, do. He did. Well, you know what? I I hate to admit that Matt is right. And it wasn't what I was doing. I swear to you. Wasn't last week, I swear on my mother's life, that's not what I was doing. I was genuinely asking about everyone's thing. But then he said, well, tell me what I said. And I had been looking at my phone or something. Course, like yeah. I had no idea. So maybe that's what I was doing, like subconsciously. Yeah, I don't know, fine. man. And he Simon, it's your show too. Buddy. All this fucking turning the questions on Joe. Like I, we know 
That means you have nothing to talk about. Hold on, hold on. I, I think nothing. We, oh, hold on, no. stop. It's after we, COVID. This is wait, a wait, 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 wait. I think Bullshit. we stop. We do this a lot too, where like it's not like Jim Gaffigan is an expert in like uh, climate Anything. change. No, no, no. But if it, we have a we have a problem when someone's written a book on something poignant and then they go on and ask Joe a bunch of like ridiculous getting to know you kindergarten questions. That's when we have a problem. You're right. I don't so much have a problem when it's like this was a. Two buddies chatting. It's true. What else? He has nothing to talk about. So. And like Gaffigan hasn't been there in a while. You know, they, they're catching up. Well, like, I think he was nervous that he was going to get Sanjay Gupta or something. <laughs> you know no, I mean? no, no. I, I agree, Kamar. I felt like there was like a weird kind of hesitancy on his part that he didn't want to like end up, you know, Adam ruining everything. Thought he might be in the lion's den, but I don't. I think he should have felt safe. I mean, again, I think Joe, you know, it depends. It depends on the person. With I was Joe. just going to say, it depends on the person, how they approach it. Like, I think he's known Jim a long time. And why, you know, why get into the same argument you have every fucking day? But uh, sometimes he does. You're do right. You, if he wakes up in that mood. Do you guys want to make a prediction for the next 10 years? For the next 10 years? I, all I'll say is I think things will be much better than they are now. Well, that, the bar is so low right now. So Is it though? Uh, yes, not if you the bar Steven Pinker. Steven Pinker. It's always, it's always the best. Yeah, I guess. No predictions. Okay. Oh, right. I think it's. No, gonna, no, I think it's it. going to be a lot worse than it is today. I think. Uh, I mean, it, let's back up. If you had asked me six months ago, I would have said exactly what you said. People but, over barrels. Yeah, but back up a bit. Like, think about it. In 2012, the world wasn't that different than it is now. I can't was it? Remember. Can I? Like 2012. Okay. Well, I guess we'll say this. Joe Rogan had just started a podcast 10 years ago. So podcasting, by the way, I read the craziest stat this week. I think out of the top, what was it? The top 10 podcasts have all been around over seven years. Hmm. They were saying they were like, it's tough. It's it's an incredibly tough game for people to get into and expect to have any success. Because it's like a, it's like this weird archaic. I don't know why. I, I should have read the whole article. I heard this guy yeah, talking. need a gimmick. I heard nothing to do with that. But yeah, sorry. Back to what we were originally saying. My I apologies. Heard, I heard this guy talking about, um, and I'm going to butcher this, but as much as my brain could take away from it, it was like, if you were, if we go to Mars and we want to live on Mars, we have to go and terraform Mars to make it available for us to live there. And maybe alien life is not the way we think it is. And they're actually terraforming our planet, but they're doing it... Um, through global warming? No, like through the creation of like a metaverse, right? It starts with internet and it ends in this totally virtual place where maybe that's where they're able to live. Does that's that, cool though. Hold does on, that yeah. make sense? Hold on, let me... Let me can I, can I uh, evolve on this a bit? Sure. So it would be like, if you think about it, we there's just animals, right, on Earth. Like there's dinosaurs, and they have all that. And I guess, I guess there's Homo sapien and Homo floresiensis. I guess, but if you want to use like take the stoned ape theory as an example, right? So these aliens come down, and they infect us with consciousness, thought, whatever, mm -hmm. which they know will eventually lead to the creation of what you're saying, metaverse. the internet and the metaverse, yeah. whatever. Yep. So eventually, we all plug in. Yep, and then they can just come down and, and then, like in the Matrix, they could just use us as batteries or whatever the fuck. Right. We're we're happy as pigs we and look shit. at them as a as a 
creature, a, a living flesh and blood thing, where maybe they're uh, this abstract that can only live in this place where we're using a different part of our brain or whatever. Anyways. I love this book. Let's write it. All of that being said, so I just like, you know how Joe is constantly talking about we are becoming. I mean, Joe is so anti any sort of like life online. Well, like, he, he talks be- about <laughs> us becoming um, <coughs> like we're the caterpillar and we don't even understand that we're turning into this new thing. Yeah. And I think it's a lot more simple than that. Like that seems like it takes a long time for it to happen. You know what I mean? But if you're just creating a world <laughs> where you don't have to be a caterpillar or a butterfly, you're kind of, you don't have to wait for the metamorphosis. Well, yeah, you know I, what I'm saying? They actually will you'll get back to that uh, in the Josh Zepps episode. Cause they got on that, but um, in sort of alongside, they talked about the entertainment hierarchy, but actors, he, and he, he, his position was that comedians, once you're in the green room, we're just still just comedians. It doesn't matter if you're headline open or whatever. There's some degree, but there are some people who try to big time you. But in the acting world, everyone's run by credits. Like, remember they talked about the call sheet, whether you're eight. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, they exist in a world where they're they have different issues in us. Like they need credits. You need an Oscar. Then you're higher than these people. Kamar, you can go back to like stories of Paul Newman, um, getting in like fights with the studio and his co star over whose name is going to be where on the, on the post credits. Yeah. A social credit yeah. system. Well, listen, we had this talk already there, but, th- but there's this, it, that's a different, the acting world is like a is like a simulation almost, if you will. You know what I mean. You could be in it or not in it. I mean, listen it though. Hold on. You differently. We already live. We've we have forever lived in a world of social credit, in the sense that, like, if we live in a, a small village and we're fucking, we're you're fucking everyone's animal, whatever. No, no, no but it, like, no, yeah, you're stealing from everyone. You are a pariah at that point, and you will be ostracized and outed. And that's kind of how we got to the point where we're at. Is in a way, it's we've evol- always it's evolving. Yeah, it's evolving. I, listen, I'm not saying I'm for a Chinese social credit system at all. I'm just saying to act like we haven't always had some sort of social credit system is kind of crazy. Am I right? Simon, you have a weird look on your face. No, I just feel kind of like we have that already. We just don't even realize that's what it is. You know, There's, a, there's I mean? a gaming universe on this planet, if it is a planet. You know, there's a there's a, a fighting universe. like, And you can dip your toes in there every sort of thing but well i mean again this is why there's no way this not going to come down to aliens in another dimension that we create that's all i'm saying this is why this feels so much like it could be a simulation like a game that has evolved like at first it was just look at this world i built and it's constantly oh look trees grew hey look there's some animals some and then eventually i don't know people like can go into it and hey, you can poke around and like that matrix thing I was showing you the other. Remember how I was just mm-hmm. flying around, right? Not not interacting with a lot. It could just, you know, that's the seed of like, well, maybe I can get in there and I can fly around. I, well, I, back to that whole idea about um, you know, if we're building a space that we can share with this alien uh, entity, then maybe what we're seeing, like when we see nuts and bolts spaceships or whatever, is like Kind of like if they were underwater, you know, 
and it's um, they have to wear some sort of suit to go out because they can't survive in the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about aliens. Yeah, yeah, whoever, whatever we're seeing yeah, out yeah. there, you know? And maybe when they see a gray, that's literally their, like, breathing suit for a program in, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a robot that we're looking at. I mean, I'm sure people have thought of that already, but it just kind of ties into this whole idea of us building a the the metaverse. <laughs> I also heard people say that, you know, if you took the vaccine, mm-hmm. then maybe that, is that piece that you need to then tap into the metaverse. So you're not even, you don't even have to wait for Elon to fucking put it in you. That's just red. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 totally. There, uh, but maybe well, who, you're bummed. Knows, if that's man. the truth. Cause you're in now. You're like, Kamar, I'm in man. I am fucked. I'm, I'm part of the system. They talked about uh, old school comedy, how you, you didn't have to change material. Yeah. I remember there was a quote, uh, Seinfeld said that if you had 15 minutes of killer material, you could make a living. Yeah. I wish we went back to those times. <laughs> Kamar's got a not solid a, not 15. A no, I, I, yeah, well, exactly. But this whole idea of just doing the same jokes, even though it might kill you a little bit inside, like saying the same thing, they just get better and tighter and tighter. And they talked about how these guys would just kill so hard and in the very last episode they sort of anointed it and i think it was said before remember the razor phone yeah yeah that was a cool phone remember how like cool that was at the time yeah it was legendary and now we look at it like it's the typewriter mm-hmm. that was only like how many years ago mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah just so fast things have sped up so uh drastically at this point that's a really good example of it though because i looked at a razor the other day i was like wow that seems like it was 25 years ago that we were using razor phones but when did fucking cell phones even really start you know well, everyone had them uh in uh, 2000 yeah i think i got my first one in like 99 yeah we're talking about 20 years yeah yeah. Oh, you just said who knows? <laughs> I was saying, uh, trying to give you a number. Um, he asked. He asked Joe, uh, like, you think Antifa is as bad as the insurrectionists? In like a weird way. And I just think, sure, whatever, whatever happened on that day, there were guys with straps, and there were people who could have done really bad things. It was bad. But Antifa is like a sustained destruction and lawlessness people, and peaceful protest. Like, I, I, I think Antifa's way worse. People who watch CNN, Kamar, mm-hmm. do, do not think that Antifa is like, um, it's, it's just not painted that way, I don't think. Hold on, though. Let's take a step back. If you're going to be like, there were FBI plants, um, what's what am I looking for here? Yeah. Uh, agent agent provocateurs. provocateurs. If there were agent provocateurs there, then you got to give that to Antifa as well. Correct. Agent provocateurs in Antifa. Yes, not only that, but like we've seen when there was Antifa riots, we saw all those random pallets of bricks being dropped off by weird looking like cop dudes. You know what I mean? That So what it may be is all this civil unrest is just the FBI run by the government. Well that that'd be good. Well, if you don't think that the FBI have people inside Antifa, like they have people inside a fucking white supremacy and whatever. I mean, the would, CIA, I guess, would be more. I was just gonna apt. say, is it like we talk about we talk about this like 
the CIA wouldn't do something like this, create civil unrest within the, their own country. Well, I don't know where the CIA gets its money from, but if that's true, that means the people are paying to be fucked with and yeah. antagonized, yeah. which would be really sad. You know, I read, a, I read an article the other day that said heroin has become increasingly difficult to find because the CIA no longer controls uh, the heroin in Afghanistan. They were good at distributing it. Really? Yeah. I wonder if that's true. As do I. I mean, again, I'm, I don't know many heroin addicts, so. They started talking about the election, and it's just crazy how shitty the candidate. You know what I mean? And this is like some 50-year-old accomplished lawyers are like... People who seem to do the best of the best. It's still the old, like, yeah. they're talking about Hillary's comeback. He loves Hillary. Weird. In a, in a, in a, in a weird way. And he, his big thing was like, well, she got in in New York State as a senator. I was like, well, you know, after that, she rigged uh, Bernie out of it. Who says she didn't rig that? Like, it's just so weird, the blind allegiance. Yeah, and, and the whole time she was flying with uh, fucking Epstein to fuck Island. Like, people are so blind. He it, thought she was attractive. Oh, she's never, ever been attractive <laughs> that, in any and, and sense. And I love a Jim, but I'm just like, you are saying words that... Listen, when you look at pictures of Hillary Clinton in like the 1960s, she is... It's gross. not terrible. No, no I'm telling gross. you, man. Like, she looks like a hippie chick. Everything after that, I'm... No good, man. She's not... She's, she's not... Or she's not unattractive. Yeah, no, she's unattractive. I'd be, I'd be complimentary in that way, but I could not say she's attractive. What? But who knows what Jim sees of himself? He must think. What he's does just Jim Gaffigan's wife look like? I, you know what? I'm gonna watch it does. It, it doesn't she, matter. Her name's it doesn't Jeannie. Matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. You know what? I'm sure she's a great person. He's a staunch. He's a staunch, <laughs> he's a staunch Catholic. But like, hold on. You hit. You hit the he nail on the head, though. Kids, eh? Five kids, I believe. You hit oh, the nail on it. the head. It's like the Bernie thing alone. That's a huge indictment. Like, listen, put all the fuck Island and Epstein and all the Clinton shit aside. She clearly railroaded the better candidate for your country. Not, not admirable. No. To be maybe condemned. And like, or, or thought in a different light. And I have to believe in my heart of hearts that Bernie would have won over Trump. I would have voted for him if I was American. Right. But am I crazy to think that? No, I think I know a lot of staunch right wingers. I listen. I understand it would be close. I'm not saying he'd sweep it, but I think he would have edged out Hillary. I think he's a much more palatable. Like I, I don't know. I, I, I the the point being, who knows? But um, it's just this weird one blind spot I saw with with Jim. Jim. Yeah. Just, but we all have them, right? We all, we all have them. No, we do. You have them. I have them. Simon has them. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's only human. It seems Joe like, has them, clearly. But it seems clearly. like a glaring one that is just like... Yeah, it's not great. It's a non-truth that you cling to. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I still like him. Then <laughs> um, they talked about... Uh, and he, he, he doubled down. was like, it's just the way he lies. It, like, it's... Whatever the blind spot is, also, he's allergic to... The shittiness of Trump. I, I don't know. I think he's a good guy, though. Uh, we talked about diets, of course. <clears throat> the invention of sugar must have been a real turning point. Like you mean everyone, the discovery of sugar? You don't. Inv they didn't invent. Well, it. they they referred to it as the invention of sugar. I mean, they they mean the when they switched from sugar cane to yeah. So I mean, the world just must have been so much healthier. 
I, I mean, in general, I think everyone just ate less. Or, but but there, there's nothing bad to eat, I guess, of what I'm no, saying. I agree with you. Everything was, for sure. Portion, Everything's less processed, minimal. that alone. But yeah, I think people were eating far less as well, just because... His wife is very attractive, doesn't look like Hillary. Boom. Oh, you were trying to put together. Doesn't look like Hillary. I was seeing if she, he had like a thing for like, no, you know. Jim Gaffigan is a G. Women with hit lists. Dude, I've been watching Modern Family, and there's a scene where it cuts to Phil Dunphy, and he's like, I have a thing for powerful women. And he's like, Condoleezza Rice, <laughs> Venus Williams. Uh, he says someone else What's that's- What's the here? Jada some, yeah, he says someone else that's like black and powerful, and then he stops and he goes- Oh my God. <laughs> That's awesome. Fucking hilarious. And going back to the sugar discussion, they uh, went back into the Mongols and. There's a lot of Mongol talk in the last. A lot of Mongols. Come back. Well, it's just like. Uh, and what it sort of opened up, because Bill Bird does a bit about it, but like Hitler. You know what I mean? Like, what if someone said, they always, they always go back to Hitler? And you'd be like, well, you've got to acknowledge he's, he's bad. Like, he, he can't be. I mean, I, I think we're getting to a point that now people throwing Nazi in the wrong way is the, the death throes of his grip on being so bad. I mean, he is bad. You know what I mean? But Mon- <laughs> You're but, really backing what's no, going on but here. But Genghis Khan is much worse. Well, yeah. Mao was much worse. Like, Mao listen, if much- we're talking body count. That's what I'm saying. But we're I think- talking within, like, the last 80 years. I think that's the difference. You know what I mean? I also feel Hitler. Yes, it's much more recent. I bet. It, so a hundred years from now, Hitler. Like you, you have to go into great detail explain to someone who Hitler is, or will he still be? Tomorrow, I'll put it to you this Stalin. way: If you said to someone all, like Stalin and Mao are in the in the same time period, sure. Okay, I think if you said to someone like, "Oh, you're being real Maui," <laughs> no, it just doesn't stick. Yeah, but okay. Because it's, it's like a burn. Like, what? Well, I, if you explain, technically, he killed this many people. Oh, you got me. Well, a communist work. stuck for a very long time. You know what I mean? That was a... Uh, it's still... You're a commie. Anybody who had a difference of opinion, you're a commie. That that's was the here. Nazi of the old days. And that's, you know? But that's sort, of, that's sort of switched into, now you we call a socialist. Yeah, um, commie and socialist still get thrown around a lot. I hear a lot of people yelling at people that they're communists. <laughs> He presented a uh, interesting point that China is seeking revenge for the opium wars. So interesting. But we, but we me, I did nothing. But it, that'd be like, wouldn't that be against England? Because I don't think America even existed or was it wasn't in the mix when they did that. Like no, didn't they say? Didn't he say that was in like the last hundred years? So America did exist, but it's still. It, you're, you're locked by land. Like there were still opium places in like the Wild West, but I don't think it was quite the same as uh, in Europe. And America didn't have a base in every country of the world. No. <laughs> no. Distribution was just different back then too, you know? You weren't flying fucking Cessnas with your product over. Yeah. I think we'll get into it, especially with the uh, general, but China's just doing what China does. That's the way I look at it now. Yeah, China. And if, I was, China. if I was China, Chinese, I'd be like stoked on them. But TikTok may be the ultimate revenge. Just way, dumb, dumb well, us down. I, I, it can't be anything but that if they're apparently on the Chinese TikTok. It's educational. It shuts down at ten o'clock. Like it's. I mean, China, uh, TikTok, China's victory with TikTok, and that's what it is because everybody seems to be aware of the fact that. 
China's bad and they're doing bad things. And yet, what, 80% of the population has TikTok on their phone? What's really interesting when you think about China is... Like, in a normal war, you fight and you lose people, right? Like, you're like, we're going to fight this war, we're going to lose X amount of people. And in China's case, they're like, we're going to fight this war, and we're just going to kill our own people. So we'll control the body count by slavery, right? Like, they're just like, we're just going to enslave a large swath of people, and through that, we'll control your economy. We will take all everything that made your country great, we will take. So we will make everything here. All manufacturing will go on here. We will control all supply chains. We're going to hold every country like over the coals, basically. And yeah, we're going to lose. We have so many people, though. We're, we're going to lose a few, but it's just so interesting. It's so fucked up. Isn't it crazy, though, to think that your enemy at war, yeah. like the people they talk about, you know, constantly trying to infiltrate the country and change elections and whatever... They hold, like you said, all the keys to production. You depend on them almost solely for 80% of your goods and services. Well, I guess not services, but goods coming in. And they own Does, all of your debt. I mean, doesn't it just seem so crooked? Like, like I said, they own all your debt. If that was really the case, if they were really your enemy, it couldn't possibly be like that. They would just say... If they needed to fight a war with you immediately, they can't would just with cut off the supply. You Do you know yeah, what you I'm can't saying? make anything. We win. But, but and the, that's why it's like Republican, Democrat. There, it's it's all a sham. Everybody's just running a giant sham, you know. Because otherwise, none of it makes any sense, man. Well, again, it's North America's runoff debt, right? Like it's this place of opulence, yet everyone is in debt. There's good debt. The, the U.S. Debt. constantly spends money on their military in order to keep up with China, their, their worst enemy. Like, uh, Isn't it so interesting, I'm so too? Fucking I just thought about it, too. China buys their debt. It's such a weird flex. Imagine if I go to you, Kamar, and I'm like, yo, uh, let me five grand. And you're like... I don't have five grand. No, but let's say, you're, let's say you have 50 grand. I know you have 50 grand. I go to you, I go, yo, Kamar, can I get uh, five grand? And you're like... Sure, I'll lend you five grand. And then I get five grand from you and I go buy five grand worth of guns. That's right away what I do. And then I come to you and I go, come on, can I borrow another five grand? And you're like, well, what are you going to do with that five grand? I'm like, I don't know. Just don't know. And then I go buy another five grand worth of guns. Are you going to come and get collect that money from me ever? Because you have all the guns now. Yeah, well, yeah, I've literally. I thought in that story you were going to say, I'm going to buy five grand worth of guns and come back and take the other 45 grand. Well, that too. There you go. Yeah. It's like that old joke about. Uh, Drinking. That's fucking G ruthless. Man. Well, there's that. There's an old joke about drinking in the states where it's like, uh, "Can I buy this twelve pack of beer?" It's like, "How old are you?" He's like, 18. Can't sell it to you." And he goes, "Can I buy that gun?" And he goes, "Yes, you can." And he sells him the gun, and then he goes, "How about that case of beer now?" <laughs> well, that's what, like uh, Chappelle says. The the first is for the Second Amendment is for to protect the First Amendment. Yeah, or whatever. Um, but the wrong way. I think he he got my head. If China's going to pull a move that's almost tangible that you can see, it's going to be like during or after the Beijing Olympics. I don't even know why they're doing. What but kind of move are you thinking they're? Gonna well, they're going to take Taiwan, isn't well, that it? Is, well, that's what he suggested. I don't know that, but I think that's on the table and going to happen. But it's sort of like that thing, like you know, it's done in movies, like as a tool, like everyone's at the thing, so you can pull the thing behind them. 
Yeah. So everyone's watching China, so they can't, but they're doing something behind the scenes or something. It's also the South China Sea, Simon. Am I saying that right? Is that it? There's a that strip of sea that they were talking about where all like ninety percent of all shipping goes through. The Chinese have been building land to like expand their reach over the region because you get a certain amount of I think it's forty miles. Like every country has forty miles of shore. Right? So once you're once you're within forty miles of Canada, you're in you're on Canadian water. Forty miles out, international waters. So if they keep expanding, they can just keep taking over this waterway and eventually they could just own uh, shipping, basically, because it would take everyone. They'd have to go around wherever the fuck. They're crazy. They're not. It, think about it, too. It's crazy that a country would like, and I know the U.S. does it, too, and I guess us to a degree or everyone, but like holding a grudge multi-generational. That's so weird. Well, no, but that's common. Again, we all do that. No, but <laughs> like, I'm like, saying no, but kids, kid holds. Hates that's what I'm saying. No, but that's what I'm saying is like, how do I get my grandkid to hate the person I hate? Like, it's I guess it's not that you tough. Just though. hate that you person either, in front of the kid. Yeah, that's or true. you talk about being oppressed by those people. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's pretty easy now that you mention it. Um, like you know, my son will grow up to hate German people <laughs> through no fault of his own. And hopefully his son, if you did your job right. Um, <laughs> I, but also the right now there's a listener who's like, you know, I don't like this Jew very no, much. <laughs> but it, it's so not true. Like we, uh, I mean, I'm not, we hardly ever talk about religious things in the household. You know what I mean? It's not a, I'm not constantly drilling into my children's head. Yeah. My dad did a better job of that. Oh, well, no, it lessens. Or to the social media is giving them more rounded opinions. They have access to less information, you know. Well, who As knows if they're listening to fucking Mel Gibson's dad or if they're listening to, like, a credible news source, you know. Every year at the Olympics, there's crazy technology, sort of, you know, in the opening ceremonies or whatever. Yeah. The last one, it was the drones. crazy drones. I'm, I, there's also going to be something... China's going to show off. Like, to them, you know, that guy, like, to me, it's real. Like, to, to, to a lot of people are apathetic, like, the Olympics, like, it's silly yeah. or whatever, big waste of money. That's me, yeah. China's doing the Olympics, like, yeah, we're about to show out. we are the greatest country in the world. I'm really yeah. looking forward to it, but it may be depressing. They're uh, probably going to, like, release their team, and it, they're all going to be fucking cyborgs or androids, and they're just like, this is the new future They're no going- i hope it's like a human pig chimera that runs the hundred meter dash in like <laughs> in like four seconds and alex jones is just like i fucking knew it their high jumpers are like rabbit that's what I, yeah p- precisely they are going to show off and it's, i mean it's a couple weeks away so well isn't it interesting that the leaders away. Wow. the leaders in uh both human hybrid technology and um chimera technology both are china well, can I say something really funny? There was an article this week about a gentleman who received a pig's heart for a transplant, and he's living with that pig's heart now. Yeah. And everyone was like, Alex Jones was right. I was like, this is not... See, this is the problem with this Alex Jones was right thing. That's not a human pig chimera. It's Kevin Bacon, how they come to it. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. to me, that's just not it. He's in the area of that sort of thing happening. No, was- but he is right. He was talking more like... Listen, hold on, hold um, on. You know... 
You can't raise the flag on army them. animals, and I think that's happening too. You know. Okay, give me. Listen, if you're telling me that they could take a pig's heart and transplant it in any human, and that human could then have a healthy heart for like thirty extra years, why wouldn't we be doing that? We're that eating. That just these- happened. I know it did. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't we be doing that? But what I'm saying is, you can't then have someone ringing the alarm, being like, "They're making human pig chimeras," because that's not really what they're doing. Maybe they're- that was a. Uh- that was a, uh, what is it called when you uh, test stuff? That They had to do that. The trial, they made a to, few chimeras. To, to get to here. <laughs> Alex Jones was talking about weapons. I don't think he was talking about. That's my point, though, Simon. Either way, cards. when people were like, Alex Jones is right, I was like, this is well, not him being right. Both things can be true, Matt. Okay. Is fine. the point. I'd rather be an insider in China than an insider in America. Um, insider in China. We'll just know what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, we'll get there soon. But let me ask you this before we get there. Sorry. Do you honestly believe that the Chinese, could the Chinese people take their country back if they honestly? If not for Tiananmen Square, like that was their. Oh, I understand. What happens if well, you try I mean, to do numbers this? wise, they must. Um, well, any country could do that. But hold on. But about Tiananmen Square, if you're not, if, if they have wiped the record of it, then technically. They don't use it as like a fear tactic, right? It has to be like a, a crazy tale. Like we tell stuff that you can't find any information about it, but everyone agrees. Yeah, we all know happened. what happened. Okay, maybe. Because I'm just thinking like. Almost like the Bible. Like it seems like it's from, like it's like the stuff of Jesus. You know what I mean? It's just. Like I just think power in numbers, right? Like they have to have enough people where if they just wanted to be like, we're done with this. They could overthrow their own government, right? It isn't seen what... And throw a a democratic... Any country could do that. (coughs) But yes and no. Any any country has a bigger number than you separate the government and the army. The rest are always more, but no, we can't do that now. No, they could not. (laughs) They would be destroyed. Did you guys know that the Caesar salad was a Mexican? I did. I did, I did. I did, yeah. I think I had heard that in a movie or something. Well, I I I uh, had heard that and then said it like a, a while ago, and but thought I was wrong, and this reaffirmed it. So I love me a good Caesar salad. A bad Caesar salad can be one of the worst things ever. That's true. Like when it's when it's a the inspiration of a Caesar salad, it's all apart. <laughs> oh, that's deconstructed. Yeah, deconstructed. Yeah, well, I, speaking of um, different types of Caesar salad, I had one at an Italian place once, and they. Grilled the Caesar salad a, leaves. I know it was exactly like a where warm that was. Wilted, Caesar salad. Yeah. It was fucking incredible, man. Did they do it in front of you? No, Kamar. They did it in the back in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, yeah, they brought it out. Yeah. They didn't you know fucking have a mobile barbecue to do your Caesar salad. What's so funny about you saying that is I remember I, I told my buddy, I was like, yeah, I went in there and had dinner. And he was like, yeah, what did you have? And I, I told him. And I was like, yeah, the only problem was like there was a lot of like wilted lettuce. And he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, the Caesar salad, like had a lot of wilted lettuce, kind of odd for like a nice restaurant. And he was like, are you talking about the charred Caesar salad? And I was like, oh, you didn't even know. Oh, I had no was, uh... fucking, yeah, dude, no fucking. <laughs> just, well, you must've thought it was terrible then. You're like, why is this Caesar salad warm? No, I was like, cause I still, I was still like, you know, it's like a nice sauce. I was like, okay. It's... Oh, it was really good. Where is that? Uh, Oz. It was Oz. It was, oh, that's not where I had oh, Okay, it. I thought that yeah. was There are some places where they make the Caesar salad in front of you. That's all yeah, I Yeah, where they bring the bowl no, out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah, for yeah. sure. I just, I mean, the idea that they would have this little Come barbecue the just they, for the Caesar salad. When they, mix it in, when they mix it in a bowl made of cheese, that's always the fucking... The pasta or the salad? Hey. Well, I've seen pasta a lot, but I've seen them do it with the salad, salad, I think. Yeah, I think so. 
Kamar, we when we were in New York, didn't we eat at a place and somebody came out and did something? It was prosciutto. It was the prosciutto. Yeah, the, yeah it was old cast iron. Where'd you go, Jean Bon? Oh, yeah, there was thirty was, Italian restaurants yeah. that probably had all okay. the same machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just passing it around in the evening. It was on wheels. They put it out the back door. But you just see it in the corner, and it looks at first like it's a um, just a decoration. Yeah, and then one table gets it. Oh, yeah, well, we gotta get, bring the ham over. We gotta get that whatever they're doing. It seems like you're yeah. more than no. Yeah, that was good. Really thin sliced yeah, prosciutto just amazing. melts in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, melts in your mouth. The guy would come over with it. I think that'd be a great topic, though. Um, the invention of food. I mean, yeah, I think that you don't think it was a sugar invented, but I think there's a story there. But this, like every meal, when things got, I didn't mean sugar. Is Kamar, a, I didn't mean sugar wasn't invented. Processed sugar was. I just meant like sugar is a natural thing in nature. So it's not really invented in the sense that it was already like who invented the hamburger, who invented the poutine. That's I explained explained hamburgers. I like that. I like that a lot. Who invented uh, (laughs) different foods? There's there's got to be a story of a a patient zero or chef zero. You know what I mean? Chef zero. That's a great name for a podcast. I came up with a great name for like an album. I like that name. Chef zero. I like it better when you come than when you leave. I you don't think that's very Leonard Skinner? Uh, no, I don't. But anyways, okay. I, I have had ideas that have been done. <laughs> and also, what did you phone me with this week? Oh, I was it was a dating app that would set up the date for you, so you get over where yet exists. Oh right. yeah, and of I course still, it I think exists. You do it better, and there must have been tons of them. No. I saw one and got desired. <laughs> sure he phoned me up. He's giving me this like 20 minute fucking pitch for this app. Yeah. And my first question was, have you checked to see if this exists yet or not? And there's this big, long silence. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the last I heard of it until today. Oh, I oh had God, to get hilarious. it out loud. And I need, I told you I was calling to, for holes to be poked in it. And uh, well, no, I didn't even need to poke holes in it. I just needed to know if like you would be the first or the, the thousandth, thousandth to do hundredth it. Hundredth, maybe, but yeah. Uh, the rainforest is planted. Yeah, we went through this with we through uh, all that. with uh, our man, who I didn't talk about last week, who I'll give props to now. Graham Hancock. Graham Hancock. There you go. You're welcome. Oh, I who, sent that to you. Yeah, yeah, who is proven right once again based on his younger Dryas, but that wasn't even really his theory. That's a Randall much Carlson. more well-known theory. But Well, either way, he was... he was. It's just another thing he's right about. But yeah, Kamar, they said, I mean, it's not totally like there was a forest there, but so many of those trees aren't native to that part of the world, I guess, that they could prove that. There's, he, I think Joe said also, there's more trees now than there was a thousand years ago. Yeah. Which is very interesting. Well, I think it's because they use carbon well, dioxide to grow. Isn't that it? What do, you, what do you mean? There are more trees now than a thousand years ago. You said be, there's more trees. Even now. though they've cut down all the trees? I, I wonder if we've deforestation also pl- counteracts. I think we've also planted a shitload. I planted a lot of trees. Like you how many? Planted, not in the rainforest. Well, in, in, a, the in, BC, the, in the BC. In the whatever. That that level. It's, it's, it's a type of rainforest. It's just not warm. Well, I was just going to say, Simon, we each know at least 10 people that have spent at least one summer planting trees. Yeah. I probably know 25. And I knew 100 
who were doing it. It hardly seems it. fair either to say like, you know, well, we cut down that tree that was a hundred years old and we replanted it with this tiny little fucking sprout and we're considering that even. But we, we count, we, we also- but Numbers wise. We also planted it saying. in perfect rows. So we come back to kill it. It's ready to go. Dude, but I also Pine love- stands. Oh my God. It's yeah. like the most satisfying fucking, oh, for yeah. photos too. It's just so- I just, why, I just want it to go forever because do, 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 yeah. do, 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 And then you see one tree that's sticking Slightly out. Slightly askew. Yeah, you're like that motherfucker. Get it out of there. <laughs> when you find out about the rainforest though, the fact that like they were able to engineer that and they had these civilizations and that none of that is like not- Advanced, it's pretty advanced. Nobody talks about it. You know what I mean? It just goes to show you we only have such a small sliver of the actual information. I mean, again, to say the rainforest was planned, they might not have planned what ended up, right? Like they might have planned just for a regular amount of whatever foliage, and then they get wiped out. And the, and the, and the area just become, yeah, I mean, that's possible too, Maybe right? Maybe they were planning to, yeah, to keep it tended a lot more and then they got, you know, obliterated. But um, I don't know. It just, it really goes to show you just in the big scheme of things, like we don't even know what we don't know. What's crazy is how much of the rainforest Brazil is cutting down. They're going fucking hog wild since that Bolsonaro guy got in. They're cutting down or, a or, shitload. Part and, of it's for farming, right? I think it's for palms, for palm oil. It's like Indonesia. They they burnt a fucking absolute shit ton of their rainforest uh, to grow palm. It's a double-edged sword, right? Because you're going to find a lot of new civilizations and you're going to wipe out the ones that are already there. The saddest video, you've probably seen it, is that video of the orangutan attacking the... Uh, Defending the forest? Yeah. Fern Gully. Yeah, literally. It's like, dude, it's the forest is wiped out, and there's just one orangutan climbing on top of the fucking backhoe. It's so sad. And we're everyone, everyone else is beat the We're same. terrible. Oh, human beings are the fucking worst, yeah, we're man. Not, we're not great. But like, it, look back in history. Everywhere we've ever gone, all we've done is fucking ravage the land, yeah, rape and kill the, the things natural to the environment. Like, we really are fucking terrible. In, uh, terrible. Not, not great. In the next episode, we'll... Talk about that as well. We got to move on to that. Um, just a couple more points. Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, letting you know that we're. Uh, what do you guys know about nicotine? I know that I used to be addicted to it. <laughs> what do you know about nicotine? Yeah, what a weird. You don't segue. know much though. Like, where does it come from? Is there a big nick? It's done a good job of lay, ra- laying underneath the radar. It's well, where everywhere. Does, where does it come from? I mean, it's grown predominantly in Virginia, I believe. Okay, I, I, I have no idea, and just when they're. Just, he was like, what's your nicotine? Like, they're almost, whether it's dip, well, chew. I bet you tobacco, just like weed, it was probably a pretty good plant at one time and did good things for you. And then people saw that they were, how kind of much people liked this plant and they exploited it and turned it into what it is today. It's just, it's just a big player on the scene of things that exist. Yeah. But no one talks about it. I guess. I guess when you say cigarettes, you're actually just well. That is. Nicotine. That's yeah. They're one in the same, except they're not. But they're totally lumped in together. Well, is it still one of the same? If it's uh, like vaping, are they mm. still the same? I I think so. I I just because again, until we know that vaping is doesn't come with its own fucking laundry list of mm-hmm. baggage, like. 
it's so new, right? We're in year fucking five of vaping right now or 10 or whatever it is. Like all how I, long did it take cigarettes to be around before they, yeah, yeah. it was 40 years, 50 years before people started kicking it from cancer. I mean, doctors didn't give a shit about much back then, but I will also say this. There's a video on YouTube where this guy, uh, he has like this apparatus where it smokes. It just keeps smoking cigarettes. And he's got like a ton of cotton balls. Oh, yeah. I can't watch that. That's, that's I don't want to know any. That's I don't want to know. Mean. Okay, fine. But either way, my point is he does it with the vape. And like the the difference is you'd be like, you'd switch to vaping at least immediately if you were. Oh, dude, for sure. There's no doubt about it. I'm just saying like. Yeah, I know. You're uh, saying it's not without its own issues. Of course. I'm with you. What, yeah, I agree. What the side. Totally side agree. Sorry. Yeah. So nicotine. It's a big player. I, I would like to invest in nicotine. Philip Morris, you can you invest. Can. What are you talking about? You, you can, can invest, invest in, in any number of cigarette companies. companies. You can invest in, and that, listen, when you find out what Philip Morris and those companies have going on for the future, you know what I mean? They have, they are, um, for smoking, for smoking nicotine, they have. Well, they tried to get ahead of weed. Well, they that tried was, to, they tried to get was, ahead of weed everywhere. They are ahead of weed, Matt. They're just, a lot of those companies are just waiting for the laws to I get catch it, but up. I'm saying our country did a good job of keeping it on a somewhat even playing field. You'd have to agree there, right? Yeah. Or else Amheuser-Busch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the sure. Labatt, they would have, yep. they'd, they'd own the market right well, now. Labatt would single-handedly. I don't think that's the same in the States. I think it's. But it's not legal there yet. This, this is what I'm saying. And they're all just getting ready to fucking. I agree with you. I'm just saying it, you can curb it. Like our country, you know. Oh, you can. Matt, of course you can curb yeah. it. The same way you can curb all the other problems yeah, out yeah. there. But that would take away some freedoms. You'd have to have the government step in and play I understand. Big Brother. And I understand. I don't know if that's going to happen in the States. Because, I understand. And especially now, like everybody's got, and for good reason, I'm sure, has got their porcupine quills up. And I don't know how much you're going to be able to like monitor anymore. Because look at social media, right? Like here's a thing where we know 1000%, you can see it right now, even in the short amount of data that we have, this is not good. This is hurting young kids. There, there's something that needs to be done. And yet nothing will ever be done because it, it takes... No, the government makes, to step in and money. take something away from you. No. I, well, that too. That too. I think that's the bigger issue is the money. I don't, they could still make a ton of money and um, like, y- y- you know what I'm saying? There are, I'm just saying cigarette companies got away with it for so long because of lobbying. Right. And I assume social media companies are the exact same. Yeah. Well, no, you're probably absolutely right. You're probably absolutely right. Because, again, it's whoever has the most money gets away with the most. We know that across the board. Like yeah. the banks, you know, no one in banking has ever gone to fucking jail unless you're some patsy who got paid on the way out. That, that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like For sure. So you depend on the government to step in and say, no, yeah. uh, Amazon, you can't do that. Or no, Philip Morris, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know how much of that is going to be able to happen anymore, you know? And and maybe that's a good thing. I don't know, but probably not. Because you see that, like, all of these companies are driven 1,000% by bottom line. If yeah. if the equation is that 1,000 people have to die to make $1 billion, well... Well, 2,000 people are going to die then. Do the fucking <laughs> math. <laughs> <laughs> Exa- Matt, exactly. Yeah. Do the fucking math. Like...
Okay, we got to move on. And I'm not trying to be a dick. No, it's, it's I not think for we sh- advertising purposes. We're like, this is going to be a six hour episode. Dude, I think we should move on. Okay. In all fairness. Sorry, Kamar, do you have one more closing thing there? Or did uh, I cut you off too or far? Or I can just, I can do the rest in the post, Joe. Well, no, I don't want to do that. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, they're just talking about history a lot. Empires fall. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a matter of time. Oh, America's on the clock. You know what I mean? We don't don't look at it like that, though, right? Because we look at empires falling as history, right? That's something that happened a long time ago, and it could never happen to us in our infinite wisdom now, you know? But who fucking knows, man? But at the same time, there's a good chance that if we each live till 80, you won't likely see... You might see the decaying of it, but you won't see, like... It's just a I matter mean, you of never time. Know. It's just you a matter know. of time, as history has told us. I thought he shit on Elon Good. What is <laughs> like what he invented tunnels? <laughs> like he's acting like it's a big thing. And I'm annoyed with Elon till I see one of those trucks drive down the fucking road. I also love to Joe he's defending Joe defending the traffic. Well, look, they're actually at the end, so there's not really that much traffic. These it's like this COVID thing could be the perfect the way for Elon to push through his trucks, though, because right now they're having this whole border thing, right, about vaccinations and whether the truck driver should be able to come across. And oh. he could just be like, "Oh well, I have this whole fleet of autonomous trucks Self-driving that truck. don't need vaccines that are ready to roll." I, I was yeah. talking about his. Um, Tesla truck, just oh, for just personal <laughs> drive. <laughs> yeah, you're never gonna see the that cyber thing, truck man. exactly. And then he went weird when he went to. to I, I get what he's saying, defending uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, like the ad is douchey, but yeah, the ad is super douchey. It's just like I guess he's got an ad coming out in a couple weeks. <laughs> just something. Just like, hey, what's everyone up in arms? Anyways, yeah. He's a, uh, he's a weird guy, Jim, but his special you, funny. You cannot flex on anybody for doing any ads anymore. That shit went out the window like, oh, he sold out because he did that. And that is just so commonplace now. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's because there's a certain people's like talking about crypto is like talking about a pyramid scheme and yeah. putting your name behind it and getting paid to do oh, it no, is, that's, is I mean, reckless. That's, that's different. Hold I on. Mean, I mean, I'll say this. Matt Damon doing an ad for Coinbase is a lot different than Matt Damon... For Bitcoin, for Ethereum in particular. Well, no, but he did it for Coinbase. He didn't do it for Bitcoin or Ethereum. Just a brokerage. That's what Kamara is saying. He's not like standing behind yeah, Ethereum. He's not, he's yeah, he's not talking about saying, people getting into listen, the crypto Listen, even game. if he was standing behind Bitcoin or Ethereum, it's that's those are two of the most stable... Not stable. That's a, the, the most mainstream likely to win in the end coin. So I wouldn't even have a problem with that so much. If he was on his Instagram being like, oh, I just bought a million dollars worth of uh, Elon cum. I think you guys should jump on. And then the rug gets pulled. That's gross and fucking, you should go to jail for that. My fear is that it's more like you get all these famous people to stand behind getting online all the time. That's the danger, right? No, no. All I'm saying is this, Matt, it's no different than him doing a gap ad. Coinbase is just a fucking place that offers you a, 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 a you could buy any crypto there you want. It's up to you. It's the I, same as the stock market. I guess the one one of the things you can say about Joe is he doesn't do that kind of shit. You know what I mean? I'm sure, like Kamar said, he gets offered a million fucking commercials and all of that stuff. And like, well, you can tell Joe's been pushed on crypto a lot. Like that, a million people have come oh, up to him and been for, like, for "Listen, sh- I for have." Sure. But in, in my head... And, like, how much do you think Matt Damon is worth? Sorry, go on, Kamar. That's a good... I'll, I guess uh, 120 100, million. Oh, I was going to well, say. Well, more or less than Joe Rogan. More than Joe Rogan. 
Um, that out for you. With uh, for crypto for me was when Joe had Andreas on. Yeah. We did that the throwback, didn't we? Many years. uh, No, I think we were going to do it. Maybe we did it. But that long ago, I have assumed since that episode, it all made sense to Joe. And he got it, like, tidily in at that point. Wouldn't it make more sense that Matt Damon would, like, own a part of Coinbase and that's why he would do an ad like that than them like but he, he has him. to say he he's does. worth 170 million he probably like owns 70 70 percent of whatever that thing no was. Simon you got to realize they're gonna have a Super Bowl ad this year so these guys have their advertising budget is through the roof so they're gonna spend money I mean again I bet I'm you not, he owns I'm not saying he's not an investor I'm just saying so anyway it's, sorry it's 170 million Wow, good yeah. for him. Yeah. Good for him. So he's worth more. Hey, come on. I mean, on paper. Than How do you like them apples? <laughs> I'm just thinking we should call crypto.com. They'll sponsor anything, man. And that's better than sponsoring fucking Oxycontin. Uh, rate it. It's the same thing at this oh, point. Oh, you've been in a helicopter? It's just a demise of the I was just in a helicopter two weeks ago. You ju- <laughs> what? There it is. Oh, I, in, in Vegas. Uh, yeah. Vegas. Yeah. I, I, like, what? You've never been in a helicopter? Have I? I have never been in a helicopter. It's cool. Um, I was in one when I was young, when I had like liquid in my head, because you know when you get old, liquid—that's what makes you nauseous. Is that liquid in your ears hardens? Um, I—it's tough flying for me now. Like, did not enjoy your helicopter ride. I didn't love it. I—I get nauseous. Really? Yeah, I I get easily. Could you take gravel? I took a ton of gravel, but it makes me so. No, no. Just made you. It's just, it's the difference between throwing up and not, Kamar. But yeah, you, you still I still feel, feel sick, yeah. I still feel not great. That's fair. I, I went one when I was 20, so. Hey, Kamar, I've been in a biplane, you know, the ones that land on That's water. Scary. That's scary. And it did loop to loops and no. it did like a deadfall. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You've yeah. done a loop to loop? Yeah. You don't have to I mean, I didn't that. fly the plane, but I was of in course. the plane. No, you don't, you don't have to fly after yeah. you did that. Dude, here's a fun story. So you've been to my cottage, the, the little island across that has like a. Not the one we own, but you know that little island there? Yeah. So the guy that used to own that had a biplane, and my stepdad is a pilot. And like one day I wake up, I'm like, where's Bill? And my mom's like, oh, look, he's, he just takes off. I was oh, like, that's yeah. fucking bananas. It'd be sweet to be a pilot, dude. It'd be fucking sweet. Be able to just fly places. Not only that, dude, you could work for a rich guy. They pay, pilots get paid like, thousand bucks an hour minimum There's more pilots than you could smuggle like fly. drugs for the mexican there cartel. you go there you i mean go. the options are yeah endless, it's true <laughs> you open a million doors you literally do uh, i give it a three i give it a three well, they talked a lot about Simon? comedy two talked about a lot of history Kumar? i give it a three all right i no mean i'm agreement. finally willing to give him a break on regurgitating content okay and i just yeah i found this one was a bore and i found there was like uh uh, air, not an air, but you knew that there were some things that weren't being said. Right, you know, just I don't know what those things were. Okay, but and it it was like not eggshells, but um, bubble wrap. Felt like there was some walking on bubble wrap. Who do you think he said? I was just with a guy, and he has security. Because he said he had. Oh, children. the com- the comedian. Well, I guess it was probably Colbert. He Catholic said it was a brother. funny man, so I don't know. It could Bill be Kimmel. Maher. Bill, Jimmy Kimmel? Could be Jimmy I mean, Kimmel. Colbert would be a great guest, or guest, Kamar. They're both um, religious. Maybe they're buddies from church. The question is, how has Jimmy Kimmel not been on? They did the man show together. 
Joe didn't do the man show with Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel did the man show, didn't Joe, he? Did it with, uh, Joe did it with Stan Hope. Jimmy Kimmel did it with They were the um, second iteration. Adam they made, they, there's some price on beef there. Oh, maybe there is. Okay. Yeah, they went, exactly, because they got the boot, and then they still own the name man show. So I wonder if there is some... Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm not explaining myself very well this I get week. You. It's okay. So uh, it's all making sense in my head, and then by the time it gets to my tongue, feels like goobly gook. All right, 1771, Josh Zepps. 1762. Not even close. Josh Zepps. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> but the way he said it was such authority, Confidence, too. Confidence, man. That's all it you was. have to, 1646. Yeah. Dude, fucking Josh Zepps. You're not getting into the club if you walk up knowing you're not getting into the club. Yeah, that's true. Um, Josh this, Zepps. This podcast was a master class in uh, two people disagreeing with each other. Oh, yeah. And getting out alive. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think everyone should not not listen to it for to pick a side or decide who did who, but just to see this how you just you this try to hash it out. Yeah, and keep going. And, yeah. and not even concede. You could yeah. just you could just okay, like Yeah, well I still don't believe what you just told me, yeah. Myocarditis. <laughs> I don't You're know. You're wrong. Anymore. Yeah. And we can still be friends. That's cool, yeah. I gotta say though, um, Someone on the Reddit this week was like, how do these guys listen to the podcast on three and a half? Does, how do you retain any of the information? And I will say this, <clears throat> the retaining the information I don't think is an issue. Now, at least not for me. I know Kamar had a zinger that he doesn't retain any information at any speed. I love that. Um, for me, though, I will say this. I watched this the clip specifically that was online of like Josh Zepps getting Joe Rogan. You know, where he's like, actually, you're wrong. Yes, okay. Listening to, so watching that clip beforehand at normal speed versus hearing it at three and a half times, you lose a lot of the nuance in the argument in the sense that it doesn't seem like Joe is pushing back as hard at, or as at three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half because, because you fly by it. Yeah. Specifically when Joe goes, uh, when, when he's like, well, we're talking about 15 year olds. And he's like, no, no, we're talking about young men, young boys, young kids. That specifically, when he rips through it that quick, it didn't seem that confrontational. But at speed, you could tell that Joe was like, kind of like, no, you're wrong. Look at it. I have these oh, notes no, on my it, phone. It, it, I, I wonder if this guy, because he's, uh, he, he's mainstream media, but he calls it lamestream media. Like, you know, he's like, yeah, I know I'm an asshole, right? Or whatever. But like, I feel like he's a plant. He's like a Mike Baker like he, for the left. He came in to, to sort of um, give uh, media some credibility. Hmm. Like, I am these things, but also I have to push back. Like he did a much better job than Sanjay. Yeah, but I got to ask you this. Position. When this guy comes on and pushes back, do you not think that the diehard um, like right wingers that listen to Joe, do you not think that they're just like, fuck this Aussie, he's full of shit. He's a bootlicker. He's locked down like... You know what I mean? Because he was like... I, I, absolutely, I can see how they do that. But then he then frames himself as, well, I'm the guy who usually criticizes this stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I'm anti the, the control. But it seemed like across the board, because Joe has been haranguing on Australia for being so bad, it felt like he was sent to set, like, it's not that bad or it's... But I mean, this is what... painting a different position. But I mean, think about it. We were asking for this. Like, we asked listeners to write in and be like, you know... And, and, and I feel what he position is sort of what 
the end is obviously there's specific situations where stuff got out of control. And yeah. then uh, Tim Pool, that was funny that how was he shits on Tim yeah. Pool. And, and even then, he, he asked him for to apologize for it, but I wonder if there's a more to that than... Joe's, though, blind. Like, the fact that he can't see that Tim Pool is an instigator... <laughs> yeah. ...is, like, it, it really... I want to be with Joe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then he can't see that. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Tim Pool is the biggest fucking flip flopper there is. And yeah. he's just chasing where the money is. If the money was for him was to be staunch on the other side, he would do that. Like I just. In a hot minute. Right. I, I just, it, it says something for his credibility. That's all I'm saying. Joe's. No, Tim Pool. Okay. So for Joe to not like, listen, this guy didn't have to be a prick like that. He but hold didn't on. have Let, to go after Tim Pool like that. But uh, I just want to say this though, Joe. <coughs> Joe won't call his friends out, right? Like he's pretty loyal. Like he might call them out. I, I don't know. I just don't see him doing that. I think though, with Tim Pool, Joe is the kingmaker. Like, yeah, him I abiding. Agree. Tim Pool to put Jack Dorsey's Dude, when he the put, fire yeah. is like it's like a Jesus moment, like for a certain subject of people. Like, dude, I bet Tim called his parents and was like, "Guys, I can't believe this. Like, I got Joe Rogan to let me sit down with the CEO of like a Fortune 500 company." Not only that, but and he's he, like living in their basement. He was like there to make sure that the other side was represented. Then. Then. And yeah. now he's he's just powers he's gone power crazy. Uh, it's it's a very interesting scenario when you look at it that way, Kamar, how Joe has kind of actually made Tim Pool into Tim Pool. And I'm sure Tim Pool is grateful or not. Doesn't take it for granted, you know. No, I no. Mean, like uh, Brendan Schaub's assistant there. Um, <laughs> but he I, I believe this guy's a journalist. Like as I criticize all figureheads, especially our broadcasting, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But every story, there should be some sort of, it has to be, the sources have to be put up if you're going to say something. Do you know what I mean? Because you don't have to do that right now or, or sources, but if you want to broadcast it, you need at least two sources or something like that. In real journalism. In real journalism. Yes. But I, I mean, on CNN, on Fox, on all of them, they have to, I, I think that'd be good. Yeah, you can't tell them what the fuck to do on their networks. That's the problem. But you're missing the point is like Fox, for the most part, they're not really news in that sense. Like they're mostly opinion pieces. A current affair. So you can't really, well, that's the thing. You can't really accuse Bill O'Reilly of, of, of like needing two sources because he's just like, I'm just some guy giving my opinion. I don't look at those guys as news. Like they're more the entertainment wing. But the way they uh, present uh, like CNN and stuff, like when it's them saying that the five stories or whatever they're going to report on. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the one guy talking to the camera is a different, that's a different beast. That's, I don't think that's news at all. You should, there should be much stricter qualifications to call yourself news. Yeah. And that's, it, it has to be if you want to call yourself news, I'm with you, Kamar, you should have to have two uh, sources for all stories. And then everything else you just call something else yeah, it called needs a different name. Life, um, 
Life, media life, or something, you know what I'm saying? Words. Just a whole, this kind of the same way the WWF had to become the WWE when they decided to break the KFAB mm-hmm. so he could get away with not paying taxes. Like that's the whole thing. He had to say that wrestling was fake. Okay. Like champagne can only be champagne if it's from champagne. Everything else is sparkling wine. Yeah. Um, at this time, they were still going the back and forth about Novak. He has now been deported. Yeah, I he he was a bit of a hero for me. I, this, it's like he got tested, so they know he doesn't have it. But what he did, the, he 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 violated process. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and as sure as like, there's no breaking the rules here. Like I thought, whatever seems ridiculous. But it sort of gave them credibility of like, yeah, we standing the ground for one. Yeah, thing. we don't care who the fuck you are. Everyone's everyone, and you all follow the rules. But he's already had COVID, right? Uh, Novak. Yeah. So, well, you have to be vaccinated, and he, I don't know. I don't know if he has, but I just thought like he passed the test. So what? It's a, it's for me, it's uh, clerical, a clerical error. But they're saying he lied to him. But I mean, keep in mind, people get deported or or turned away for clerical errors all the time, right? And and it's tennis. So they also really make care. exceptions for fucking famous people. I'm sure all the time. I agree. So I'm sure they're trying to make like, but like uh, Kamar, they were sample. Well, they just said lame. we're being steadfast. We don't care who, how fucking famous you are. Listen, I would prefer that they that they that places ran on like everyone's the same. The rules. You're pretending rules. like. Uh, famous sports people are the same as regular people. They're not. You know what I mean? Like, they just... In Australia, I think they are. I don't think they care who you are. We're going to be dicks. We're going to be dicks to everyone, mate. That was bang on, Kamar. Oh, man. Uh, I was going to say, I love Australians. I hate the accent. Like, it it depends on the interaction. If it's someone who's giving you shit, when I work there, like boss and stuff, it's the worst accent in the world. <laughs> but if someone you're getting along with, have a good time. Yeah, it's jovial a guy at the bar. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Depends how it comes it's at you. It's true. It all depends on context, AK. You know it. Uh, then the, the, a, a big back and forth of, of anecdotal COVID stories, which get no one anywhere. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess that's how you do. Say, well, I think this, but I don't have a real thing to it. I mean, this is how you, the master class of, Disagreeing on everything you're going about. The mask debate was painful. Like um, The what debate? Masks, yeah. Well, let me ask. It must do something. Okay, hold on. I got to ask you this. It's not saving the world. I got to ask you this, or I got to ask Joe this. So if they don't work at all, why are N95 masks made? Because when people are working in the operating room, you can't spit in someone's body because they'll get infected. So that does make some sort of difference. I rest my case. Some mask. Of you spitting in a body and not spitting in a body. Whether they work 100% or 1%, or it does something. It does something. It does something. So something is something. better than nothing. It does something, but I... I'm I, with you. I don't want to wear masks anymore. And even then, his like his whole vape thing, like, look, it's coming out the sides. I think that's kind of part of the idea. Is it's like... If I'm standing right in if, front if of you, If we're Matt, talking in close quarters and you're like... Yeah, and my mouth is open and your mouth is open. <laughs> Spittles, direct air. Like, I don't know. I, the only people who are in trouble there, Matt, are the people on both your right and left side. Because yeah. they're getting full doses. Yeah. Of, and the mask the, offers you, you protection, but not from COVID. But it helps you. It makes you healthy in other ways. Listen, and I'll say this. Like, I've never, I, I don't think I've ever worn a mask outside. 
Oh, sorry. I do delivery, so I have to put it on going from the car to the just as like a formality. Like, but, but that's good, anyways, because it's freezing out. So I have to sometimes do deliveries as yeah. well, Matt. And I'm thankful for the mask. Yeah, it's working point. out right now, unfortunately. But in uh, nice weather, you've seen people outside with masks on. Oh yeah, but and even but even me, I'm like, what are you doing? You know what? Even you. Same thing. When I see people alone in their car, I'm like, are you getting it from yourself? Come on. What are you afraid of? I saw an Instagram of a great mask the other day. It was a mask and it looked, so it was like um, photorealistic to the guy's face. Yeah. But he had the mask pulled down over his nose. So they like pull it up and then he he would pull it down. down. It was like hilarious. I like that one too because he's not being a dick. No, he's like he's really jovial about it. It's very jovial. <laughs> and like he's wearing the mask. You know what I mean? So he's following the rules. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. The guy, it's perfect. I was at the store. You have a lot of notes. I was at the shit. store today. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm getting cigarettes, and this guy comes in. I could see like he's working it out in his head. He doesn't have a mask. And he's yeah. like, what am I going to do here? He wasn't like an anti masker. He was just, he didn't he was have a mask. mask. So yeah. he did this. He just put his hand over his face. And he walked in the store like this. And, and the guy's you're like, like, well, you get an A plus for effort. You but know? the guy kicked him out, right? No, no. That's hilarious. Cause I, I mean, I could have made a bit. I don't care. Fuck. Like I'm wearing a mask. If it works great. If it doesn't work great. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's funny. Cause I drove to the store the other day, realized I didn't have one. And didn't go in? No, I went in shirt oh. up. I was like, I just I just need this one, like well, windshield washer fluid. as good as any No, the guy was mask. like, no, mask. What? So I had to drive home. What? Yeah. I was shirt so up pissed. is as good as any. They can't tell you what kind of mask you don't have to, to wear. wear a mask. You don't have and to. And you wear don't a mask. have to wear a mask. The weirdest part is that it says it has to cover your chin. I'm like, do I have a mouth down there that I'm not aware if, of? If, <laughs> if I would be an asshole, I just. doesn't have to cover over, your chin. Because people mouth, wear like fucking. Um, I'm visors. telling you what it, I'm, Well. Dude, I saw a video the other day of a woman getting thrown off a flight. She had a full respirator and a mask, like, like a respirator on her with the mask, like a respiration mask on, and they threw off the flight. I was like, I don't, I don't really get that. The one. Most ridiculous, like Reggie Watts and those huge. That's oh, hilarious. that's amazing! Yeah, well, those things are amazing. Obviously, you yeah, bubble no, boy. <laughs> trust me, I fucking hate it. I'm super claustrophobic. I could never wear that thing, but it's hilarious. Space, it's space stuff. You know what I find, Simon? It's not only are you claustro- should you be claustrophobic in there, but I find that looking through nothing but that, like having the blurred view oh, of no, everything, no, makes me nauseous ha- for sure. Like I couldn't use a visor playing hockey because it just fucked with my vision. Yeah. I like, else you got, Kamar? Uh, they had a back and forth over who has the shittier kids between Biden and Trump. And I think that was the best thing about Obama. His daughters kept their, their nose clean, although they were younger. I was just going to say, it's, what are they? But at least. You, they you didn't shoot up mean? a school. And they're, one, not, and they're not making waves now. One thing Joe Rogan said will always stick with me. He said, I really want to have Hunter Biden on. And now I'm paraphrasing here. Yeah. I really want to have Hunter Biden on, and I wouldn't even ask him anything about the. I want to ask him about his art. That's what he said. I wouldn't ask him anything yeah. about. I want to have an art laptop. conversation. <laughs> I just want to know about him and his. And I was like, "Well, this is a huge problem." <laughs> I think we know that's bullshit, though. He would get in there and he'd be like, "Listen, so about watercolors, tell me about Ukraine. Gotcha, bitch." This next one is no. He doesn't huge, gotcha anyone. Huge dude. fucking problem for that. Asians are the nicest. Agreed. Yeah, like sure. they're, they're that's all, pretty broad. They're that's... so nice. Like when like, I go to at a restaurant, if I go to get uh, a pedicure, like it's just I think they're the Asians nice. in North America is what you mean. Asians in North America, but no, you've been abroad. Like I've never been to Indonesia, but they're all so nice. 
Listen, Joe's right. When you go to Thailand, all the people there were like, they're like overly really happy and nice. I've worked with uh, Asians in restaurants, like in all positions, they're the nicest. I mean, all races are nice. Yeah, but the level of dickness, like <laughs> I think Europeans are the biggest dicks, and you could break that down to different countries. You know what I mean? And anyone, once you get to know them, it's cool. You just mean white people. I mean, the only assholes I met in Thailand were Russians. Russians. Tons of Russians in Thailand. That's where they like to vacation because it's pretty close. White people. Um, I, again, I also met some really nice Russians. I'm not just saying across the board Russians well, are Russia, That's weird because Russians are Asians. So. Uh, it's a weird one because mm, it's so big. It's yeah. on both yeah, sides. Yeah. Either way. Um, yeah, no. Thailand was like... And dude, we never... They've mentioned durian fruit like seven times in the last three weeks. Yep. As someone who's been around it, the first person that ate that is a fucking masochist. It stinks. Come on, for like the first two weeks I was in Thailand, like you just you just keep thinking you're like, wow, all the garbage here smells the same. You know what I mean? Like you'd go somewhere and be like, oh, that that stench of garbage is awful. I think I'd rather eat a stinky fruit food than a hot food, though. Have, well, have what does you that ever, mean? Have you ever cut up a papaya? Have I ever cut up a papaya? A papaya makes me rich. No, I like, don't. Like, I don't eat papaya. What I would say is someone open it up, smelt down, like, let's go further and eat this. Like, yeah. I would drop it like, oh, it's rotten. Or, it's like chocolate. Have you seen chocolate in its, like, raw form? Like cocoa beads? Yeah. What, what it looks beans? like. Beans? Yeah, no, but, like, when they're in their, like, wet, moldy. gross. Moldy they look yeah. cummy. Yeah. And, yeah. dude... There's no way someone looked at that and was like, I can definitely make a delicacy out of this. Like, <laughs> it looks like someone shat out. It's true. How did they ever get to there? You're, make, you're right. It's uh, That's one of those real weird ones. I, this is the only thing that makes sense to me. Aliens. Someone cracked it open, was like, ugh, dropped it. Yeah. Okay, just ugh. Yeah. Walked away. It yeah. sat in the sun. Okay. It dried out. They came back. They were like, oh, that gross thing, like... And then that's the only way. And then like the kid ate some and he was like, oh my God, that tastes great. And the guy's like, what are you talking but about? Hold on, because, been sitting out in the sun for four hold weeks. On. Even then it's still not good. You still have to do all this stuff yeah, to it after. Yeah, it's still bitter. It's still terrible. Why would you ever take that cummy, fruity that's what I'm saying. nut yeah. and decide to turn it into something amazing? You have to be a risk Like chocolate. I'm telling you too, durian. No, it's like the ayahuasca and the MAOTA inhibitor that you, you know what I'm saying? There are two parts that you need. And one of them is a totally different plant. And how would they ever know to do that unless yeah. the fucking told jungle them. told them to? That's it. And where does the jungle get its information from? The mushrooms. Aliens. And I feel like um, we could be grouped Canadians as that superficial nice. I disagree. I just, I've seen people be nice and then, oh, fuck that person. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, I feel that, like that's, that's how I feel. I don't know. I feel like truly Canadians really are um, overly nice. We even say fuck you, buddy. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that. Okay, fair enough. I mean, listen, I, I that's we not. We branded ourselves. No, as no, 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 no. Listen, that. that's not to say there aren't like, dude, you'll meet assholes all over Canada. Every day. 100%. Every that's day. not to say like, but I mean, dude, what's that fucking, the, the story about Gander Newfoundland? Where they that, helped all the people? Yeah, there? on 9-11. Yeah, like that's, I don't oh, know. No, I, he, then you could break down like, I find most people from Toronto are dicks. 
That's a big you, city, though. You go to any big that's city. That's what I was going to say. Big cities breed dickish people. Yeah, you can't do that. I think by and that's em- why America gets a bad rap because of places like are nicer. Los Angeles and New York City. And then you base, you go to like small town New York and you're going to find real nice people. Not in Buffalo, man. Well, I, that's this bullshit. No, no, I, it's, it's, Buffalo's just a hard city. They're going to be cool. City. City, if you go out to a small town any, nice. in New York State, let's say, you're going to find fucking quality people. It's I just guarantee you it, many people, turns It's true. Down. Everywhere I've gone in the States when I've met someone from like, uh, even the people I've met from cities, like the, the States is full of just And that's why Asians are the nicest because they're the most crowded and they still. Cities, I think, just breed a certain amount of competition. Like it's just built into life in general. Like it, competition is built into life anyways. And it's just emphasized in the cities and people become the same way we get adapted to the cold. You get adapted to living in places where you're just forced to compete all the time and it changes you as a person. It makes you. It's also traffic well, and transit. Again, that's like competing. That's just, again, more you're competing for space. You're competing for time. You're competing, you know? It's like when I do deliveries out in the country, there's something like I'd rather drive 35 minutes somewhere comfortably than just be stuck in traffic for 35 minutes to go 10 blocks. I don't know why there's something mentally about it where like, mm-hmm. especially if it's the easier route. Well, that, that makes sense. I mean, you want to like, it's, but does it, you're still just in the car, nature but you're still in the car somewhere and do but it. You're still just in the car listening to the same thing you would be anyway for the same 35 minutes, right? Well, like, maybe you should just change your outlook then Maddie. It'd probably be a less, a lot less aggravating. Uh, no, I'm an aggravated person in general, so no avoiding that. Because you're absolutely right. There is no difference. So yeah. it's just all about your outlook on it. If you look at it and say, my time in the car is the same, so I guess I'm going to be calm in traffic. I think it's <laughs> scenery, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's nice to have a passing scene that changes. It's also, if it's, if it's if you're starting and stopping. Yeah, I agree. And that yeah. kind of dry, if yeah. you're in traffic, it's a whole different experience. Well, a nice I, ride on the way, any of the parkways. Is I was listening to Lex talk about um, self-driving cars, and he was saying the big thing will be when you're able to absolutely not have to pay attention anymore, that time will be time that's so valuable yeah. as opposed to wasted. Of course. Right across the board. Of course. So. Think about it like this. Let's say you work an office job. If you can... And they will do this. They should do If you can clock in the second you reach your car because you're hooked up via the internet, that's incredible for everyone. Then then if you have an hour commute to work, you don't even give a shit. And what do they care if you're actually, yeah, again, if you can get ahead of stuff and still be working, it's it's, so far away. It's so far away. It is. It's It's not far away. It is far away. No, you can't turn left. Simon, Elon Musk was on Lex like a couple weeks ago and he said specifically, building self-driving cars is far, far more difficult than I had ever anticipated. So he's still, he's still in the muck. I heard him on Lex saying, we have this shit figured out. Like, no, 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 no. Uh, go back and listen to I that think, episode. I think that's possible with the trucks on some sport, sort of special roadway yep. that just serves that. But mainstream, you able to do work in your car is a far, far, far away. You know what, Kamara? Yeah, he's we, right. We said the same thing about everything and look how quickly it all came. Yeah, well, hey, I'd love to be wrong because then uh, I, I don't have my license. I don't even I, think you I need... drive. I don't know? even think you need the X factor for this one. I think this is like you only need the Elon factor to make this happen. You know what's weird to me about the human psyche is that like 
a Tesla could go haywire and kill two people a year. Okay. And I think sure. No, let's say it's two people a year and there's a million Teslas on the road. And we immediately are like, this thing's not safe. You know, we can't have it self driving. It's going to kill, kill but I was just going to say, but we kill 50,000 people a month in cars like if you heard just the stats matt just that forget drunk driving forget just bad drive just the stats of people falling asleep at the wheel yeah it would boggle your mind of course that's what i'm saying so if you take all auto accidents into account like think about drunk driving a self-driving car i mean it puts a lot of taxis out of business well it's like you know how i'm afraid of flying yeah like i'm well aware of the fact that like my odds are way better of getting into a car accident than getting into a plane crash you know yeah a hundred times more imagine to imagine if you could send your imagine if we got to the point where you could send your car to pick up food that would be fucking you can it's just some guys driving it no no but i'm saying no no what i'm saying is forget skip the dishes you don't have to your car your tesla you just say and then the guy puts the groceries in your Tesla. Dude, that reminds me too. I mean, isn't that, that we're almost, we're almost, we're almost there. there. Yeah. Kamara's right, except for the guy. I know, I get it. Yeah, but the guy charges you 20 bucks, <laughs> yeah, 15 no, I bucks. Yeah, I know, I know. It's not that bad. Hold actually. on. I got to tell you this. This is insane. This is how bad it's gotten in San Francisco. This just made me think of it. It's gotten so bad in San Francisco now that people are parking their cars, rolling down all the windows, unlocking the doors, just and leaving it. the just back hatch it. wide open. Just take it. No, no, they're because they're leaving nothing in the car. So the point is, is they're like, I was tired of having all my windows broken so that people could steal like pocket change and fucking scarves. So now you and, just have to worry about them taking dumps in the back of your car. Listen, apparently that's, yeah. Lesser of two evils. But no one's going to be mad at like, they're probably more likely to take a dump in your car if they break the window and there's nothing. See, in I it. would love to know, Matt, yeah. I would love to know if that's like hyperbole from the internet. I agree. Or if that is really happening. Two sources. Because it makes a huge difference. I'll put you it to you this way. I mean? Hold on. I'll put it to you this way, Simon. Even if you had one instance of this happening, it means that one person, and it only starts with one, is so fed up that they've started just leaving their car. Again, yes, Matt, Two totally. Two sources. If it's just one person, that might have been, they keep getting robbed because they owe their fucking neighbor money or something. Like, I, Sure. It didn't. I, it looked just, like it was parked in a public place, though. It's not like when they're at home. I think it's when people are in public, right? Like you're going to work or you're going to the shopping center. You leave your car parked on the street. You just, I don't know. Yeah. No. Listen, I'm not. I'm not doubting you. I get what I you're just, saying. It's, you saw it on the internet. You got to. You can't trust it. I understand. It makes a huge. Uh, yeah. Of course. I'm just difference. telling you what I saw on the yeah, internet yeah, this yeah. week. No, I, I, I get you. Sorry, I would love on, to know ahead. what's really going on in places because uh, Australia is a perfect example. Yeah. with Josh Zepps, who I think we're talking about right now. Yeah, we are. And I was just thinking this week, like, thanks to fucking stupid fuckface Quebec, yeah. our stupid idiot neighbor well, province, they're, they're used, they're Joe is going Joe has to all use the fodder us he needs. Yeah. as the new Australia. And unfortunately, because of stupid not fucking totally Quebec, wrong. he ain't that far off, yeah. except that ain't how it is here, right across the bridge that you can get over freely. I agree. But they are really stupid. For anybody who doesn't know, our stupid neighbors in Quebec are, what are they doing? They're charging people who aren't vaccinated now? Some sort of tax. Like, this has gotten totally out but of Quebec, hold on. But they have a curfew. Hold on, hold on. Let's, right all, let's all, let's say this to our American listeners right off the jump. Quebec has always been a bit different. 
when it comes to some of their laws. We they agree? Are, yeah, they're assholes. The, yes. the whole hijab thing, you, the fucking... The French the whole, signs. The, the French weed. signs. Oh, the signs for I like businesses. You, I like the weed. Yeah, the Maddie, weed, yeah. Their weed laws are like yeah. archaic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like Quebec. It's like, we're going to do this everywhere else, but in Quebec, we're going to make sure that we keep you just under our thumb a little bit more. Yeah. I really like Quebec. Yeah. Like Why, you, Kamar? Why do you really like because Quebec? He likes that right-wing sort of <laughs> very well, yeah, authoritarian. The support... But the fact that Canada was discovered by French and English, and even though they we the the English have become minority, it sort of makes us we'd be a boring country. Both of those people slaughtered the people who were actually here. Kamar, so, Kamar, I like Quebec. I do too. I just I think they have ass backwards fucking like I wouldn't live in Quebec oh, ever again. I like Quebec as like a place in the world, meaning they have nice forest and stuff, but their fucking governments are out of control. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Out of control. What, what, what and they're making the do you like not mine yeah. either, Kamar, but they are making us look like Canada well, is th from that, the fucking Stone Age. That's what I'm saying, though. You can see now, you're at ground zero, how this can be construed. First, I'll say they're out of control in Canada and not uh, explain the nuance that it's this one province. That is a, you know what I mean? So, we'll do, but the nuance. Be about those. I mean, it's worse than nuance. Like, think about this. I'm playing video games with my buddy last night. He lives, I'm not kidding you, a 25-minute drive from my house, but in Quebec. <laughs> Lockdown. <laughs> And I said to him, I was like, so you you right now can't go to the store. And he was like, no, I'll get a fine. Like if I'm, you know, that's, we, I was like, this is, this is so staggering. There's an uptick in people who can't buy their weed in Quebec because they're not vaccinated. You can no longer go to the, but like see, that's, a liquor store or a weed store. But see, here's the weird what? thing too is, let me say this. That's the, the I, I read that, that. Is that in Ontario? No, that's Quebec. Again. It's, it's in Quebec. And here's yeah. the wild thing about that is, I, I'm not sure if you remember when the pandemic started. They specifically came out, the health minister of Canada came out and was like, we have to keep the LCBO open because it would be a health risk to not. Yep. We have such a drinking problem. It would be a health risk to close the LCBO at risk of yep. potentially killing people this that are alcohol dependent. Now they're saying, hey, guess what, asshole? We don't care if you're alcohol dependent. It's insane. This whole thing, they have got to be trampling over tons of human rights I in agree, Quebec. Yeah. Like charging people keeping people from uh, liquor, like if you're an alcoholic, let's say, I guess you can get it delivered still, Matt. That's, that's the, their argument. Yeah, okay. that's the argument. Well, I mean, but, not right away then kind of. And in Quebec, you can buy your liquor, well, beer and wine from a corner store. So yeah. if you really needed your alcohol, you could get it. It would take you a lot longer to get drunk. Well, that's right. So you could probably still go to a corner store because that's you essential. Right? You absolutely can. All right. Okay. It's well, just, yeah, yeah. God but not, bless not, the, not the pot. No, not no, with the pot, with Maddie, the pot. You're right. There you'd have you're to right. go to your dealer. But they don't consider anyone pot dependent. No, no, you're right. They don't. Which is also interesting. I mean, nobody is. You're not going to get sick. You're not going to go into withdrawals and die yes. the same way you might from alcohol. I don't know exactly how that works. But, but again, see, there's a nuance right there. Because that article reads, you can't go to the SAQ. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, listen. And in reality, we've just pointed out that you still can get booze. Again, it's just... Curfew is ridiculous. The whole I agree, thing, the curfew the whole is, it's thing all insane. is ridiculous. Yeah. The whole thing is ridiculous. Back to Josh Zepps. He acknowledged sorry. that there's Australian yeah, uh, tall poppy syndrome. Like, there's some sort of humility about Australians. Like, don't brag too much. Be more like a Barry Sanders. Yeah, Because we're, we're all in this together. But in that being said, in Americans, there's none of that. 
Well, Joe was kind of a dick, too. How how, um, poor people worship rich people, whatever, you know what I mean? But we need, it's it's so entertaining that they don't have the self-awareness not to go on like a Jerry Springer or whatever, or the episodes of Cops. Like, you need Americans to be that. It it adds to the um, patois of the planet. The funniest, you know what's funny to me is like, I remember being young and being like, oh my God, like, there's a TV camera. Like, I might be on TV. You know what I mean? There was something about, like... Shying away from it or want to get on it? Either way, it didn't matter. Like, okay. you knew that if that camera was there, there was potential for maybe you to be on television, which wasn't, like... So it's weird. It's always weird for me. Like, I was watching... Uh, what's All Gas, No Breaks now? Channel 5? I was watching that the other day, and, like, he's interviewing someone, and this guy, like, jumps in and is like, oh, shit, I'm on YouTube. And I just thought to myself, I was like, dude, you could just pull your phone out and be on YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, that's... It's not even... It still has the legitimacy of being on. Yeah, it's like, but but again, because you're being seen by so many eyes, I think it has the same allure of like television. But again, it's just so weird to me, like that now you can just be like. And I would say most other countries would like shy away if they if they noticed they were on a camera, except for America. They're like, whoa. Well, there's that. I remember there was a there's a joke this guy told back in the day at Just for Laughs, and he was like, uh, he's like, you can always spot. He's like, that's the thing about Americans, like. You walk into a room and you're like, anyone from Ohio? And a guy will be like, woo! And he's like, you'll ask someone like anyone from Germany and they'll be like, oh, you know, right right here. And then he goes, I wonder if uh, during the Vietnam War, the Viet Cong got aware of this and they're just walking through the jungle. Anyone from Cincinnati? And a guy just, woo! Yeah, Yeah. and they shoot him. I love Americans for being American. Simon hated that Well, no, it's because when they ask you like, are you from Canada? Yeah. You are worried they're going to do something to you if you say yes. You know what I mean? So you just keep your mouth shut at the beginning until you find out why they're asking. I've never... Wow, you you walk through a dangerous world, don't you, Simon? Yeah. <laughs> Me and Rogan, baby. <laughs> I don't wear Rogan, ties baby. for that wow. exact reason. But I remember when I was younger and if you were to go backpacking, yeah. they say, do not put an American mm. flag on your backpack. Yeah, you could buy... Make sure you're Canadian. You could like, buy a Canadian package. Americans In some places, yeah. it's it absolutely true, Kamar. I can give you a, an anecdotal story that I can verify. I was in... Um, Germany. Yeah. At in the fucking Jesus Christ. They bombed it after the war. The war ended and they bombed Hiroshima. No, no that was during the war. They bombed Dresden. Dresden. Thank you. Really? Yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> so we were in we were in <laughs> we were in Dresden and we were trying to find out where like a McDonald's was or something. We're asking all these people. Yeah. And oh, thank people God we won very the war. rude because they assumed we were Americans. They do not like Americans there. And as soon as they found out we were Canadians, it was like the McDonald's is over open there. arms. <laughs> yeah. Don't that's, go to that McDonald's. That's where they use the rat meat. Go to that McDonald's. That's where they use the fucking. I, I, want, meat. I wonder if that has stayed. I mean, especially the last two years, no one travels over. But do, does, it always felt like everyone didn't like Americans. See, I've never. No, I've I never, think most places in the world, people don't like Americans. Still. I'm sorry, Matt. No, I was just going to say, I've never encountered people not liking people because they were just American abroad. I've never seen that. I haven't been that many places either. No, I will say this. I was I in love Ireland. You, America. I was in Ireland hammered on I think I was at Temple Bar. It's one of the oldest bars in Ireland. And or in Dublin. And I'm talking and this guy turns around and he goes, Oi, are you American? And I went, No, I'm Canadian. And he went, 
Ah, you're much worse. <laughs> and then just nice. turned around. Nice. So I have that's my one anecdote. <laughs> I'd, be, awesome. I'd, I'd be stoked if someone said that. I will say though, um, I oh, what was I going to say? Fuck, I've met a lot of uh, I met a lot of great. I don't know. I I, you, I I find that you tend to just meet better people than you think than you have a vision of Simon. Like even Americans, most of the time when they're asking if you're Canadian, it's because they want to know if they spotted it. Because it's it's like a novelty to them. Like when I was in Vegas, I was I was playing at a poker table, and I I obviously said about a boot, and this guy was like jumped out of his chair. He was like, "You're Canadian," and I went, "Yeah." And he goes, "I heard the boot." But you didn't. You didn't. And I person. say, "Whoa, why do you need to yeah. know?" And he's Simon, like, "Simon loosens his tie." I, I heard no, the boot. I like Canadians. Runs. I'm like, I am Canadian. <laughs> Listen, Jews got to do that, man. Okay, it's a Jew thing. Like, I got it. Uh, you said a boot, but you didn't they hear it. They say, I can't hear it. You'll never hear it. It's until so you, weird. Kamar, once you spend time in the States, like even if you spent a week there, you'd really start to hear it. Yeah, the, the only reason I hear it, because I hear them say rough. People will often say, oh, you're a Jew. And then either a good story wow. or a bad story is going to come out, you know? Really? People say, oh, you're a Jew to you? Um, people, I mean, I'll say this. You do look. Okay. You know what? Like your stereotypical let's, Jew. Let's move on. You brought it up. I mean, short of the yarmulke and the curly hair. Yeah, it's true. You're like, right. You're just as Jewy as they come. Yeah. You look like your last name ends in Berg. It's and almost, that you're very good at accounting. It's yeah. Almost, and your, your name looks like it ends in some sort of kraut <laughs> and you would be, I'm Italian. Leading asshole, me and my people onto trains. Wow. Well, we, we know from Joe, the Italians were mistreated when they first came here. So, you know, I think like to be oppressed. I think you're, they changed your name when you guys came in. It was Matthew Freud. <laughs> Matthew Freud. Freud. It's almost fortuitous when UD. When uh, you're out and about and a boot, 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 and a boot, your phone dies or you forget it. Oh, it's the worst. You might as well just go home. I'm saying it's good. No, you have separation anxiety, but once, if you can weather it, it's better. I see what you're saying. What you're saying is once it's kicked in that you have no choice but to go without your phone. Yes. It's a better. And you have to think about But Kamar, if you go to take like a good shit, and you realize you've forgotten your phone. You go back to get your that's phone. a travesty. You go back to get your phone. You will go out into that house with your pants around your ankles <laughs> to retrieve yeah. that phone. Yeah. Yes, but it's just. And now we live our lives prepared to always have our phone. I brought a charger here because my phone can die for me to perform my tasks. But it's just, it's a blessing in disguise when you lose your phone. Not lose it when it doesn't work for you and yeah. you just can be yourself. Uh, that being said. There should be some sort of possible, it can't be done, but age restrictions on social media. It could be done. Would we be doing ourselves a service just to give children a bit of life before they enter into the metaverse? Yeah, they 100% should do that, and they never will, just like Matt said, but hold because on. of dollar signs. Let's, even, let's, let's be realistic for a second here, though. <laughs> We're talking about a generation that grew up with these technologies. They're so much better at it than we are. There's no way we could even implement it. It's like childproof. Dude, I remember my grandmother would constantly get me to take the childproof top off of medicine and shit when I was super young because she was like, I can't get it. You know what I mean? The, these things that we think are going to keep kids out, it, they usually 
What if they just cut here? I'm like going to play this out for was you. Was it Joe's daughter that uh, screenshotted the punching yes. in of the passcode? Like, yeah. yeah. What, yeah. what oh if God. you cut off all internet for everybody at like Midnight. nine o'clock at night? No. And then all of a sudden you saw this like spike in all crime because Not everybody yet. had nothing to exactly. do at nine o'clock. Yeah. So everybody was just going out and looting and it just backfired. Yeah. You turn Pornhub off at 9 p.m. It's like the worst. Then they started to get interesting. Uh, they talked about... Um, yeah, you don't want to watch... Sorry, Kamar. You don't want to watch porn before the sun... Well, the sun's still up, eh, Maddie? There's yeah, what are you going to wank that. it twice kind before of the sun goes down? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Got stuff to do. sunny days during this pandemic. <laughs> Kamar's just wearing glasses that have suns painted on the inside. <laughs> Sometimes you can't wait for the sun to go or down. Or sorry, moons painted on the inside. Sometimes you can't wait. <laughs> um... <laughs> That's an it. App? That's all you got. No, I not well, uh, an app that makes you come. You say the, the, there'll be a connection eventually. Yeah, this is when the podcast actually got kind of interesting. I thought that's when like not uh, not a, an app that shows you video of porn so you can jerk off. You just press the button. And, uh, but it's like anything. It's like anything else. Half of the thing is in the ritual. Is in the you know if it's just instantaneous gratification like that. It'll be totally different. I think it'd be much more uh, valuable to women. On the go, professionals. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, you see a lot more women using vibrators than men. And, and, and Am then, I correct? I, yeah. I use I, a vibrator and... Um, a you use light. a vibrator to jerk off? Well, what am I going to sit on? I, I, uh, yeah, it would. Your thumb starts cramping up after a while. <laughs> well, yeah, it's awkward. <laughs> it's awkward. Um, <laughs> the absolute worst another, visual of my life. Another thing which is so like new to us, but they're talking about, which will entice people to go towards the metaverse is the play to earn. I have a I have a pool game that you can play for money. Really? Like, like you know, a little. Yeah, pool. yeah, yeah. You yeah, can yeah. play for money. You can play for money. Like real money. Real money. No way. And, and it's an app on your phone? Yeah. And 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 that will extend through other things and, and what but you, like if you're a 14-year-old forget even uh getting your Twitch numbers up, but if you just get very proficient at certain things, you'll be able to earn income. And it'll, it's just going to be so many facets to go there. It's undeniable. Like whatever our generation of not having this that is that the will fact, die. The fact that they want to entice us to this new place so badly should tell you that you don't want to be involved. It's like a natural progress. So I don't even know if they're doing it badly. This is how you. This is how you do it. But you're forgetting. It's all just to sell you stuff. It's the same old con. There's no. There's nothing new here other than the to delivery. Sell you stuff to That's sell all you it ideas yeah. to sell. No, but it's to sell your you stuff. Your time, Matt. Your time and the time you give to is the most important thing they I get can it. get. But they don't. Yeah, to sell you stuff. But my point though is, it's to, just a, the your the ideas thing. I think is actually far from it. And if it is, it's new. It's always just been how how can we get you to stay here long enough that we can sell you fifty things? And if you just buy one of them, we've done our job. Uh, again, I think that both of those things kind of go hand in hand, and like think about come power on. and money, and you spent thirty bucks on that app just to get rid of the ads, right? Yeah, worth it. See, see, like how does it always work? You, you start because you want to make money, and you make a lot of money, and then money is nothing anymore, and then power becomes what's important. 
you apply that power at, at the space where you own all those eyeballs. Man. That's great you brought that up because that's an excellent subway in that they talked about who is the most powerful person in the world. And they both... Oh, someone we don't know. On Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. No, it's Putin. Is he as powerful, as influential as Zuckerberg? Who can, get, who can get their Mark Zuckerberg uh, doesn't have an army. out to the most people right now? Vladimir Putin. Well, I, know, I mean, I think it... Could Zuckerberg, if he if he had enough defenses set up, ruin Zuckerberg? Uh, Actually, hold Putin? on. Who's uh, the guy that runs China? He's the most powerful man in the world. I, 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 I don't think so. I think he, he works with Zuckerberg. You know what I mean? No, I disagree. And think about it. He, he nearly crushed Alibaba single-handedly. A company formed in China, but he can't. He can't. They can't crush Facebook. They they just work. You know what I mean? If they were the most powerful, they just take. Well, Facebook. can Facebook crush China? No, so no, they're psych- equally as powerful. Psychologically, <laughs> I I don't know. I, they they listen. I think Zuckerberg Facebook couldn't is, invade Japan. I think well, not yet until their robot army is ready to go. <laughs> Fair enough. Listen, I think Zuckerberg is very powerful, man. I think people look at him and they're like, no, this young guy, he's just he just owns Facebook. Look at what he actually owns. They're all, they're not like um, How about oil the- company. These are companies that are directly involved with information. And that is fucking scary, man. Dude, the fact that he owns 55% still to this day. Like Bezos, dude, that guy sells stock like quarterly. And I mean billions worth. Like Jeff Bezos cashes in his stock all the time. And he's starting to Bezos it up. And people are making fun of him and stuff. But what are we supposed to do? Mark Zucker being 37 should ride off into the sunset if he was chill. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Unless, I mean, it kind of goes to him being owned by the fucking government. Look, I've had this conversation. You, know, you don't think he could walk away? Exactly. I've had this conversation. Not until they're done with them. I think we need some sort of capitalism top. And it sounds can, like it, communism talk to me, Matt. A hundred billion. Once you have a hundred billion, everything else you hundred million? Billion. Oh, billion. I was, I was going to say like 10 a billion. A hundred billion. 10 billion, I think is. One billion. Ah, now you're talking like a fucking... One billion is a lot of money, You're talking like a socialist. One billion is just a bit too low for me, that's all. I don't know why. Not as as attainable, it's just too low. Yeah, I think 10 is fair. 100 billion. And again, I'm not saying... We've had this conversation too. There's no fucking way in hell that these super driven, powerful people get to 10 billion are then just like, well, I'm going to stop innovating. They just keep going. There's no way Elon Musk just stops because he can't make more money. And, and there's no way that anybody can make that much money and not fuck over tons of people in the process. And that's why, yes, like, yes. Joe backing Elon like that, he is a fucking billionaire. He must have stepped on the backs of hundreds of hundreds of people to get to where he is today. And the there's guy, a counter argument to that, though. He also is the American that paid the most tax last year. Well, he also moved to Texas to pay a lot less tax, but I, I agree that's with you. Neither here nor that's there. neither here nor there. The point though is like he single-handedly built how many roads, paid for how many teachers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we don't know all the evil things he's done I yet. I agree, but we'll get those I'm just, after he decides listen, to take over humanity. I'm just trying to play Diablo Avocado over here. Actually, don't you know what? Him. We'll probably never find out because the robots will be the winner, and you'll be reading robot history at that point. It's true. Elon history. It's true. 
the guy who's out there said, well, well, I would try if I could make $100 billion, but if I could only make $10 billion, why bother? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, listen, they're never going to do that anyways. No, of course not. So not, not in this system that we work in. Before Mark Zuckerberg, it could have been argued that Rupert Murdoch was one of the most powerful men in the world. Well, dude, He's I told the you. original media mogul. Yeah. And he is the basis of succession. Yeah. I always like that. Listen, uh, of all the rich people, Warren Buffett is my favorite. Drinking a Coke in uh, Omaha? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, he he says all the stuff. Uh, but that, he's got to still have the bodies as well, right? Uh, I don't know. They all have bodies, man. You do not get that rich. He's not worth 100 But he's just, Simon, he's, all he's, he... He's the clean 100 He just invests. <laughs> so listen, I'll put it to you this way. Hold on. Kamar, you're right, Simon. If 50% of his portfolio is Apple, then he definitely has blood on his hands, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not looking at it that way, though. I just but that's the only way you can look at it because Warren Buffett just invests. He's okay. just a f super frugal investor, and he's going to die soon. I'm very interested to see with some of these super rich guys what happens. He said all his money goes to philanthropy. Yeah, well, he, he leaves his kids like ten million each. Yeah, you're waiting to the for the see and show and proof. The next exactly yeah. the next thing is they were talking about like say, the biggest blade on America is the the ghettos. Right? Oh my God! Yeah, like these horrible neighborhoods where they're spending trillions out on other countries to fix them, and they were like, "Well, why not get Halliburton to go in and fix them up?" Well, Joe, again, privatization because privatization has failed your country at least a few times. They were a private military organization, weren't they? Like yeah. that's not who you want. Well, going I think in there. if you were to go into some of these places, you would need some military to get it started. Do you know what I mean? You mm -hmm. could just send in construction workers and stuff and uh, and not have people be hurt and stuff. Yeah. I mean, listen, again, the fact that you wouldn't take care of your own country first and make sure that everything is great at home before you got go invading other places and telling them how to live. Like Dude, if I lived in Flint, Michigan, and I heard that they were spending like a billion dollars a month in Afghanistan, I would be like, are you fucking joking? But it's like Joe said declare a war on poverty you know what i mean like the measures of war like the same way they declared a war on drugs so they could implement certain tactics and spend a certain amount of money well it's funny the war on drugs is probably what causes the poverty. yeah you yeah no I mean? i'm not saying it was a good thing i'm just uh you know that's what where what you're suggesting happened but I, and then he said what why don't we punish rich, rich people by making the move in uh Yes, you gotta live in bad neighborhoods. That's gentrification. That's what happens. They just go there and do it. I don't think there's any horrible neighborhoods in Ottawa. Like, there may be a street, but it, it's improved. There's bad neighborhoods kid, in Ottawa. You're crazy. There are bad neighborhoods in Ottawa. But rough. Caldwell, Ledbury. Um, you want to go for a drive later? Yeah, I would. I would love to see it. To go. Oh, okay. I mean, again, listen. I'll put it to you this way. Compared compared to bad neighborhoods in the states, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing Abandoned even houses, close. This sort of thing. I mean, yeah. If you took someone that lived in the worst neighborhood in the states and brought them to yeah, Ottawa and showed be, them the worst neighborhood, they'd laugh in your fucking yeah, yeah, face, a hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it just may be a numbers That's thing, true. but it just seems like we're so similar. But but you mentioned it though. We don't tend to let a lot of buildings go vacant, which is a huge thing. Like Detroit is. It's a psychological thing as well. Like just, it, it well, yeah, there's the, what is it, the broken, the broken, broken windows? Window. Yeah. 
misery in the ghetto. Um, then it gets really interesting where he suggested there's an alpha predator civilization that will come in if we get out of hand or comes in when Simon's anyone per- gets look at Simon. How much more do you have left on this guy, Kay? A lot. A lot? Because I, mean, I, I got a piss, so. Well, get out of your bubble and... I mean, this uh, this episode's already two and a half hours. No, this is just all UFO stuff. Oh, perfect. Okay, great. Oh, so we're going to be here for another 45 minutes on this. Excellent. Go ahead, Kamar. Without oh, we him. can't talk. Oh, yet. Well, we, we, we can talk about it. This is Simon climbing out of his bubble. This is this disturbance. He's wearing slippers and a mask. It's fucking hilarious. But I think he, he got into this sort of to break bread with Joe. Yeah. So once you go through a bunch of disagreement and disagreement and headbuttings, then find common ground so you leave with a good a good taste. And, and this is why I'm saying this podcast is a master class of watching two people disagree civilly and not like... Yeah, like he'll come back. He'll be invited back for no sure. No feelings were hurt. No no face, I don't think, was lost nope. amongst anyone. It really was uh, exemplary. I mean, I will say this. Coming out of this episode, it felt like Joe was... Despite how he feels, he's clearly less open-minded than he used to be. Joe is less open-minded? Yeah, like what I mean is this. It used to be if Joe got a bee in his bonnet and the right person came along and explained it, you could change his view. It feels like right now there's a few things where you just, there's nothing, there's no piece of evidence you could show him. There's no piece of data that could be presented. one topic, I think. Well, I think it's a few things within this topic. How about that? And maybe that's compounding it. It all does live in the COVID bubble. I think. I agree. I, 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 How about this? I think that's the only place where he's, this is the hill he's dying on. That's fine. And he's in a position to die on. That's fine. Well, I agree with you, but I'm just saying there might be three or four things within the COVID bubble. And maybe that's why it's compounding for me that it- It looks that way? It yes. That way. It could yeah. just be optics. But again, I, that's just my opinion and it's not worth much. It's unfortunate that- um, I mean, the other thing is, so to speak, for for a lot of these people, you know, look at Quebec, so we sort of that thing. It is over. They are in the after and looking back on it now. You know what I mean? Like we are in the middle of a lockdown right now. Like, look, look at these people in Tampa Bay. They can't imagine how we're living right now. But, I mean, keep in mind, like, it right now it's the dead of winter. It's, like, it, one it, of the coldest weeks. So... I get what you're saying. We're not really like, I don't, I haven't felt locked down since Christmas, which is basically when we kind of got locked down, right? It hasn't felt that way to me. Yeah, I haven't felt it, but it's also become sort of a normal feeling. I'm with you there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. You can still go to any store. You can go to the mall. Like it's, it's a nice little tight lockdown. I I just, my own frustration, I don't think it's doing shit right now. And it wouldn't make a difference, but that's just me. No, I mean, I, Kamar. I agree with you. It feels that way 100%. feels like it's not doing a goddamn, a lick of difference. And Simon, um, they talked about the, and I, I, the same way I don't think we can, uh, I don't think we're really ruining the planet. I don't think we saved the planet. That the UFO sighting started after the bomb in Hiroshima. Okay, yeah. Okay. I mean, well, but Simon doesn't agree no, with that statement. I don't statement. agree with that. I think Simon believes getting... that UFOs uh, were around like during ancient he, Egypt he, and shit. Yeah, right? for sure. I think you're just getting more reports because people are able to share more stories. 
the further in the future we go, you know what I'm saying? It's hard for, if you were, if there was no telephones, if there were no computers, if there were no newspapers, how are you able to share any of these stories? I will also say, I find it odd during wartime to be like, I saw a UFO. Like, dude, I don't know if you saw the video of the shit in Baghdad the other day at the U.S. Embassy going off. The, like, anti-air shit they have. CRAM, I think it's called. But it looked like UFOs? Well, does the point is it's terrifying. No, it looked like a fucking... Shit go did, It was. Did you see that thing Joe posted of that drone? No. Where it's like fucking one to a thousand. Oh, yeah, in I've like seen a that. Second. I've zoom, seen zoom, it. Zoom. Yeah. Like, you would well, think that was a UFO for sure. Well, well that, that, that is shooting down the, um, the Tic Tac thing a bit, a bit to me. But if, if those bombs, you know, like rattled the beehive of the aliens, that bomb in Lebanon, there should have been sightings after that. Dude, all the footage I've seen of that is so shocking. Since after the fact, like even the day you saw it, but more it's like, oh my No, 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 because now all the videos have come out, right? The angle from angle miles away. The angle, there's an angle that's probably like two kilometers away from someone's balcony. That's like the clearest shot I've seen. It is fucked. Like, but that would summon them, right? Like the, the, the idea is that we, they don't want to let us blow ourselves up. And even though that was just a... But because it wasn't nuclear, it might not have... Right? There, that might not be... That might not ring the alarm. I what are you guys s- talking about? Sorry, I, I was the, bo- the thing in Lebanon at the, the port. The bomb there? Yeah. It was the, the, the fertilizer that blew up. Yeah. It wasn't, about, a, it wasn't a bomb that? or whatever. Uh, well, you don't even he, buy into the... the he was just bomb saying... aliens. But if it did, if some disturbance like... Set off their. He was uh, saying, "Wouldn't that have done it?" Well, don't you think though that the thing that would have tipped the aliens off the most was when the U.S. sent that nuclear bomb into space to see what would happen. Like, wouldn't that kind of cry out to the universe that maybe there's something going on? I I did not know that happened. Do you have any footage of it? That a hundred percent happened. I'm Um, not doubting it. I'm just. I'd like to see that. Well, I don't know if they have footage of it. Like, what do you mean footage? footage you know like, like a, a video recording <laughs> a video recording of the incident happening okay you, you, oh you like to see if it happened and then they got into the really idea that we are working towards creating a habitat atmosphere sort of i don't know time uh ecosystem for aliens to show themselves can you repeat that, please? We are in the evolution as a species in creating the possibility for us to interact with aliens. Like aliens are here right now, whatever, but we can't. There's a threshold we have to pass for some, them for some, them to allow sort of contact to take place, that, and then we can see what they are. You're just hypothesizing. No, this is what they were talking about. This was, this was Joe specifically was talking about. Um, Josh Epps was in I think when he went to piss what I said to Matt is after disagreeing about a bunch of stuff I thought they went in this area because it's more interesting and it's really hard to be a dick and um, disagree with uh, talk about aliens and what possibly could happen well yeah because no one can be definitive there can't be a winner or a loser right you can't oh, say for, it's like it's like the what happens after death thing you can't be like well COVID is too close to home and too too tangible yeah. So it's a hot button issue, obviously. So, Kamar, just for your 
information. Um, the United States government performed such a test in 1962 after launching a 1.4 megaton nuclear bomb into space, almost 400 kilom- kilometers above the Earth's surface. So there you go. You got another source for that? <laughs> I, got, I got a million sources for it. It happened. They did it. It happened, man. Because it seems like um, we are um, hung within our physical uh, limitations. Well, that goes to what we were talking about earlier, right? Like we're building this place where these things that are actually formless can habitate. That's exactly what we were talking about. Yep. They actually talked about it. I mean, listen, we're so wrong about everything that chances are we're probably way off on consciousness and things like that as well. For sure. But, um, but um, self-esteem, uh, insecurity, like all these things that are part of, if, if, you, if you don't have a body, that, that, that's out the window, you know what I mean? They, they are sort of superficial. You, you can't tell someone, minimize their concerns, but it's, it's totally holding us back. But you can't say that for sure. You could go no, into the no, metaverse. You, you, you could go into the metaverse. Think about it like this. You could go into the metaverse hating what you look like in real life and you could change what you look like to look exactly how you want in the metaverse. So let's say, let's say I really want to be six four and yoked. Yeah. Okay. So in the metaverse, I go in and I'm six four and yoked. Yep. I look exactly how I want. But I'm I run into a group of people that are anti jacked dudes and they all fucking start ostracizing me. I'm still gonna feel self conscious, aren't I? I think you just press the change button and turn into the nerd for them. I, I, but again, I if you're, but you're, I, I mean, I guess you're right. They could, they could implement that. But if the idea is to have something that's like life-like, I don't know. I don't know if human pettiness. Well, I mean, it should follow into the metaverse, but just maybe it won't. Well, what is yeah, the maybe it won't? What yeah. is the endpoint? Is the endpoint where there are no avatars and we're all living in the metaverse just as like a hive mind, maybe? And you're right, Kamar, that in any space, having any sort of form is what holds you back. Yeah, and that might be the ultimate. I mean... Just getting to nothing. Yeah. Getting we, to absolutely nothing. Which the is, metaverse is nothing. Which is weird because that's what <laughs> Buddhism is. You know what I mean? It's well, the fast, that's kind it's the of fast what track everything to is, isn't it? I guess. I mean, th- they got into that. Like, um, no one's talked about... Um, I wanted to talk to my friend who was dead for seven minutes. Like in person today. Do you remember anything? Because no one knows. Mm-hmm. And, and you can spot about it. You did speak to your friend or you want I to speak to I've not spoken to him personally. I would like to. I mean, I'm assuming what he's going to say. but The problem with those scenarios is that... That's not dead enough for you? Well, we just... We know that our body does certain things when it is dying like this release of endorphins because it wants you to not suffer as much as possible, right? So how much of like seeing the light is actually, you know, seeing heaven or is that like your brain creating what's easiest for you to handle in those last couple of seconds or whatever? Either way, it's crazy that everything could turn off for seven minutes where you're like clinically dead. Oh, yeah. It it, it feels like it's dead enough, but then it's like there must have been some... But at that point, you're not. You're just, just down, you're just sleeping, aren't you? Was there any release, any euphoria? I just want. I want to talk to a person. Um, I'll uh, get back to you when that happens. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Buddy. Let us know. Keep us posted. It's weird. Some of the big players that don't do psychedelics. 
Well, sorry, Matt, like you have no recollection of when you took nope. your nap, no, right? No, 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 just woke as up. As far as you knew, you were just sleeping or like being put under. Yep. Like when I had surgery on my neck and mm-hmm. waking up from that, that was the first time I had ever been put under for anything. It's like blacking out. And that um, feeling of waking up yeah. was the weirdest feeling of my life, man. It yeah. was crazy. Because it's this passing of time. That's like yeah. time travel. Well, and they've That's moved exactly you somewhere what it else. Is. Yeah, it's time you're travel. somewhere else. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, the whole thing is fucked up. There were people in the room with me. It was like, but apparently, yeah. Anyways, go on. I just, everyone's just gotta do psychedelics. I think that's. I think I've said it before. We've sort of touched on it before, but that's the only way to save us from the impending doom and stuff we're going. You know what I mean? Just to see life a different way. I I like I can see the benefits of the the giant dose of um the hero's dose psilocybin to like this total breakdown of ego and kind of one giant cracking or whatever you want to call it, you know, one break. Um the idea of microdosing though to me is very interesting because we know that um we know that certain chemicals in your body, like if you're depressed, yeah. your dopamine lowers, your serotonin lowers, whatever it is. I don't know exactly what they are, what chemicals actually lower, but we know that that happens. So maybe the mushrooms is like, we used to have something in us. Yeah. Kind of like how DMT is in us all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um you would just be raising a chemical in your brain that's supposed to be there that has been so weeded out of our society that it's basically non-existent. But that's why um, mushrooms is like a poison we can handle. Okay. If you, example, Matt, if you um, get bit by a snake, yeah, you're going to die. Most likely. Well, it depends on the snake, but yeah. If it's a venomous snake, that poison is going to kill you. But mushroom, psychedelic mushroom poison, in air quotes, doesn't kill you. Yeah. It's a very um, different type of poison. It's almost like it, I mean, that's just a stupid name, I guess, to even call it poisonous, right? Feels like that was put on by somebody who wanted you to stop from doing mushrooms, now that I'm thinking about it. That actually does sound very reefer madness, now that you're mentioning it. But I mean, it probably doesn't, like, the way, no, but like alcohol poisons you, right? It's the same thing. Like you can die from alcohol poisoning. There are mushrooms, Matt. Yeah. That you eat. Yeah. And you do die from. They are yes. poisonous mushrooms. Yeah. Psychedelic mushrooms are not said mushrooms. It, now that I think about that, that whole it being a poison was just to stop hmm. you from doing them. Hmm. And it was effective. No, a lot of people do mushrooms. No, but at the same time, you were like, I shouldn't do too many of it because it's a poison, don't you know? <laughs> but also, don't you, don't you know? Also, just based on the perception, there'd be a time when maybe you could say something to your parents, but you couldn't tell them because you were on mushrooms or whatever. Do you, do you know what I mean? And it could have changed your relationship for the better. If you were able to say it on mushrooms while it was happening. No, if you were to explain to your parents, I was, I was on mushrooms when this happened. Mm. By the by. You just don't talk by about the it by. all. Anyways, they're becoming more... Uh, socially mainstream acceptable. I think that's another hope for uh, X Factor. We should have a global holiday. I mean, you're right, Kamar. You just breezed by that, but that really might be the X Factor. 
Like we always look at X Factor as being a um, outside of us. Well, a, a mechanical, not a mechanical, a uh, something, something with, to do with something computer, with AI. computer, right? Exactly, but it may be the totally opposite end of the spectrum. Actually, it probably is because if I think Simon, it's that it could be way, a min- it could be a mineral that's existed on Earth forever right, that we haven't it, figured out how to harness yet. That's the fucking X Factor, totally. Totally. We could figure out that we've been using air wrong. Like if, there you if, go. If Jim Gaffigan did mushrooms, he's like, oh my God. Hillary's Hillary sucks. <laughs> <laughs> just, well, that that's a no-brainer. Um, that's a no-brainer. You learn that right away. There should be a global day, holiday, whatever, I don't know, for the miracle of existence. You know, just some sort of, like, it's just, like, you start about the gases and this and yeah. this. Just the... the, the, the that we're here, like we're again, so able to get bogged down with petty problems. It's just amazing that we exist and everything. <laughs> I don't think they want us looking too closely at us just being here. I don't think they want to highlight that with any uh, holidays. They don't because want us then all you to- then you start fucking questioning the most basic of principles like stars and history's written by the know. winners. Remember? Oh, no, but I, it's it, it's interesting because it's kind of like uh, let's say COVID is a scam. Um, it's it's done corporations a huge disservice because people by and large have been like, oh, I hated my job and I don't want to go back for 10 bucks an hour. Well, I never, you know what I mean? They're like, moving into the robots. Well, yeah, and, and whatever. They, were, they never, were doing it anyway. They were, yeah, exactly. Um, we got to move on. We're two and a half hours in. Yeah, How much more do you have? No, like, just we got to move on. Yeah. You've seen Memento? Yes. You've seen Memento? Yes, that would be terrible. Okay. Oh, that's the movie that's game. That's the movie game. Oh my God. I, it's the J-R-E-E. Time has come again From that and Simon to Rex It brings together the budget in the box office We all know they won't guess the year And the Patreons are the real winners Here at the J-R-E-E movie game Come on, take it away, baby It's the movie game Under protest, is that what well, I've never seen it Shut up, really? No, I haven't I mean, I could take a wild stab. No, at no, it, no. We're gonna have you seen Flatliners? Like with Keith or of Keith course, or of course, of course. Yeah, I've seen Life it. After Death. Yeah, you haven't seen it. It's just they too... did a remake of it as well. It was very shitty. Yeah, very shitty. This is the worst movie game ever because I'm telling you, there's no movies mentioned this week, and I had a really tough time. So just pick a movie. Memento. No, you haven't oh seen Memento. Oh, my God. What I is wrong with this guy? Momentum. Guy Pierce tattoos. You've never seen Memento. No, I haven't seen it. I don't hey, know how you've never seen it. He forgets everything or whatever. Yeah, his it, brain. His it, brain. I know, I know what it's about. I just haven't seen the well, movie. Well, I love Guy Pierce. And what about LA Confidential? If you talk about. I haven't seen I, it. I haven't seen it either. This is the worst. I'm so sad right now. Okay, we're going to take a break. I'm Kamar's so going to think of a movie. Think of a movie. And then Tyler, we're going to do yeah, the that's, movie that's game. That's amazing. So we'll let's play the theme it. again. Let's rate. Uh, I rate it uh, a three. A Josh Zepps. I give it a three. I'm going to give it a two and a half. It was just too heavy COVID for the first fucking two hours or hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I give it a two. Either way, I give it a three because I liked the uh, rapport and I liked that he was there to clear up some Australian mess from his, his accents. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, when he, he did his like, ah, when he did his real fucking his Australian cunt. accent, his American American yeah, accent. Yeah, yeah. I found he was going too hard, like to prove his points. He should have been more. It made it too confrontational with Joe. 
There was a better way to skin that cat for him. This is the best confrontation I've ever seen. All right, we're not going to pay a bill because I don't think we have one to pay, but we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. We're back. Thank you to motherfucking nobody. No, I'm kidding. With my apologies. No, we should probably say uh, check out our Onnit link. I think there's uh, there's some deals this month. If you want to get some shit from Onnit at a good discount, jump on that. Also, might as well, thanks to BetterHelp. They're sponsoring us for the year, so they deserve their fucking just desserts. Why don't we take this opportunity to thank Joe? Cheers to Joe, eh, yeah. Matt? Yeah, thanks for not sending a cease and desist <laughs> ever, and thanks for uh, letting us piggyback off you. Dude, by the way, I made the mistake of opening the Chartable email this week. Yeah, the hate is rising. <laughs> I just said to Simon, that's a good thing. It is a good thing, yes. I really think it, it is. is. It's yes. the weirdest metric ever. But. It just takes five minutes to get over it. No, is it a bit longer for you? No, I just imagine who's writing that. I too, yeah. Uh, that's what makes me feel better. That's what takes me five minutes. It takes me five minutes to get to that point. But for that four minutes and 59 Everyone seconds. wants to be liked. You just want to quit? Not quit, but I'm like, man, people really hate us. Anyway. Um, oh. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From that and Simon to Rex, it brings together the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year. And the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E. The movie game where Simon Matt go ahead to head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office. This week, in honor of our friend from Down Under, we're doing Crocodile Dundee. Oh my god, nice, love it. Come here. Um, I didn't notice before, but he throws a little dig at us in the uh song, eh? What they'll we never, all know they won't guess the year. Yeah. Well, we often don't guess hey, the well, year, and how many just... times you've been listening to that to just notice that yeah. now because I, I choose to hear only good things, Kamar. That's Same irony. It's, it's reason I don't tool. read any reviews. Love the song, Tyler. Love the movie game. Coming off a big win by um, Matt Floyd. Oh, yeah, that's right. Crocodile Dundee. Wow. This is a great, in great a row. pick, Matt. Or, uh, Kamar. Desperation. No, I think it was better than your first two original choices. Wow, Momento's a great movie. You guys should both watch LA Confidential. I can't believe you haven't seen it. You'll love it, Matt. I probably will. I, there's a lot of movies. I haven't seen... What's the other one? Um... Flatliners. Well, no, there was Mulholland Drive. I haven't seen that. What? Yeah. Killing me. What are we doing? What what movie are we doing here? Crocodile right. Dundee. Starring Paul Hogan, Linda Kowalski, Mark Bloom, David Gapel, Michael Lombard, and John Malone. I'm ready with a year as well. Okay. I have 79. Oh, I said 1987. Oh, sorry. Close. 1986. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> 1986. That's not that old. Okay, like, it's well, not like the Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Okay, 86. That was a couple years old. 86. Oh man, I've never I been ostracized by, by. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no, Jesus, no, 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 I win no, one. Just, I win one last week. So dead on the money that when I was surprised by your inaccuracy. Scoffed. I felt like you were going to... Honestly, Kamara, I looked at your face and I was like, dude, I must be 10 years off. Like, this thing must have come out in 94. Um, I fucking... Like, was Paul Hogan famous before this? Nope. Well, maybe in Australia. He was a bit of a character, but no one knew who he was. Unleash the world, I'm an Australian from down under. Okay, I'm ready. Changes all the rules. That's not a knife. You call that a knife? I see you've played knifey spoony before. 
Um, let's say I'm ready to. Simon, I was the farthest off, so I'll start. Okay, I said it cost $12.6 million to make, and it made 56.8 at the box office. Whoa. Well, we're the same on, I said it cost $12 million to make. Wow. And it made one thirty-five. Wow. It cost $8.8 million Australian. So even less. Okay. <laughs> why, why would it be in Australia? <laughs> hey, man. This, this doesn't help. That doesn't make any sense. And it made $328 million. Yeah, wow. See, I knew it was super popular. This was a blockbuster. Holy shit, dude. That, that ROI is like fucking, that's some like paranormal activity level. But that's why I mentioned the Australian thing. Like it came back. Good for them, man. Backs, as you say. Good for them. All right. Well, there you go. Movie game in the books. Yeah. Done and dusted, right, Simon? Second highest grossing film in the United States in 1986. What was the first that year, Kamar? You don't know. 86, probably a Star Wars? I'd have to Return of the Jedi? It was no. just a, it was just an interesting fact. And that's the movie game. Yeah, Return of the Jedi, maybe? I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out. Highest grossing film of 1986. Yeah. I just, it, it unleashed Australia. No, I'm going to say it's, um, it's an Indiana Jones movie. Top Gun. Top Gun. Oh, well, you can't oh, fuck with the Top Gun. Go. This says Croc Dundee, 116 million. So is that in Australian dollars as well? Maybe, but it says US here. Well, hold on a second. If that's the case, Simon's, I'm pretty damn good. But you didn't get the date. You were close, though. Yeah, pretty damn close. What was Back to School? That was with Body Rodney Dangerfield. Dangerfield. Great Classic. movie. He okay. does the Triple Gainer. What's it called? Is that what it's called? That was the fourth highest Triple grossing movie Lutz. that year. The Triple Lundy? The Lundy. The Lundy. That was the yeah. fourth highest grossing movie that year. Okay, Kamar, name and a number. We're back. 1763, General H.R. McMaster. This one made zero sense to me. Why? Especially Joe's pro-military. This guy's a general. But we just talked to Oliver Stone about how this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, so Joe, Joe got the call from Mike Baker. Yeah, oh, And okay. was like, you got some cleaning up to do. Dude, at one point, this guy said... They don't spend enough per year on the military. Yeah. And right about straight then, I faced. checked the fuck out. Yeah. Because that was the, the absolute craziest statement I've ever heard in my there life. There was no pushback. It was all softballs. This felt so gross. How could he not push back on that statement, though? Like, just that statement on its own. That... that I need you to qualify that better than China is spending this much, so we have to spend that much more, you know? I want to know this, though. Why is it? Like, this guy's retired, right? Yeah. Retired from in the army. Yeah, but so is he hoping to get another job as Secretary of Defense or whatever the fuck he was? Maybe he's planning on running for president. He wasn't Secretary of Defense. He was, um, like, the president's right-hand man. National or Security Advisor. National Security. Oh, okay, so, okay. Sorry, yeah. sorry, 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 sorry. Pretty much. Yeah. Same either time. way, <laughs> my point is, like, <coughs> why do none of these guys retire? They Whenever they retire, they still tow the party line. Well, he got, Like he said, he got the call to be this. He I get really, it, but, at this, but, but hear me out. Is What I'm saying is now that he's done that job, he's probably not going to go back in, right? Like I said, maybe he wants to run. Yeah, maybe. Like, he also said he couldn't believe that there'd be people from the FBI or the CIA who were working as... And Joe, no pushback, really, he, he there. Agent provocateurs. He didn't even say like, that. I said, I don't, know, I don't know anything about that. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I have a PhD in American history, but that I just, it's just pay no attention to. It's so I have a PhD so in American history, but that I paid no attention to. <laughs> I, I skipped that week. The one funny part was 
and it reminded me of Don't Look Up, is when he said he couldn't get food at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, that was hilarious. No, the, yeah, the, the, the general, general selling the chips. That was a, by far the funniest, best part of that film. And the what hit me about it is I was like, this doesn't feel like a made-up anecdote. Yeah, it was drawn from some true story. It felt like someone along the line had told Adam McKay, I was I was at like a I was in the White House and this five star general brought me snacks and charged me for them like yeah. Well it was kinda like when I what was that in? Was that in Don't Look Up? Yeah. Where they go to uh meet with the governor or whatever. No, 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 it was in Dope Sick. Remember I was telling you they go to meet with the governor or somebody and the why guy's like, the Why are you going after the farmers? And they're like both looking at each other in disbelief, like, what are you talking about? And they're like farmers what we're going after a pharmaceutical company he's like oh i thought you were going after um pepperidge farm or whatever he got it confused with what was it Kamara? it was um purdue farms purdue farms yeah anyways and it's like he says he's completely like no political allegiance because he didn't vote yeah i know like i don't vote so i don't i don't yeah. have a side i made i made a choice years ago to be uh bipartisan i couldn't get over his shirt Yes, well, I, th- I thought it was. It uh, was like camo. It wasn't. It was like camouflage for like old timey fucking England or it something. Was so it was ugly. crazy. He has no friends. It didn't make any sense. I think he has no friends. Yeah, what is that, that all about? Jesus Christ! <laughs> he, he mentioned the end. Oh, because the- nobody told him not to wear that shirt. Thank you, yes, Kamar. He has no <laughs> friends, and he is not married. <laughs> well, you don't think his wife bought it for him? You're not going to wear that shirt I buy on to Joe. His friend, that <laughs> shirt was fucking horrible. I thought it was camouflage too, Kamar. It took Dude, me that's a long all, time to figure it's out. It's all a CIA ploy. We're just going to make this guy Joe everybody. Look, he wears Hawaiian shirts. It wasn't a Hawaiian shirt. Whatever I, yeah, it was. He, he clearly wanted to come across like every guy. <laughs> this yeah, is what a normal citizen yeah, I'm just some guy, John Cusack. Hello, fellow high school student. No, this one, this was a terrible episode. Like, because this guy's credibility was, it just didn't even make any sense, some of the things he was saying. Could Joe just ask him, what do you think about Operation Northwoods? Just out loud? Like, there must have been a, we won't talk about this. Could Joe ask him, who do you think killed JFK? Just just, just out of curiosity. He, he should have asked him something more pressing, that something that happened during his time working with Trump, you know? But I don't feel like the military is involved in any of that stuff, Kamar. The military is not involved in JFK? No. But we just, we heard Oliver Stone talk about they wanted him out because he was going the to military industrial Vietnam. complex. Yeah, but again, he's talking about what we did wrong in Vietnam, but why we should have still gone in there. But that still feels like a CIA op. This like guy they would, CIA? No, I'm saying that the JF the, the CIA would kill JFK for all the reasons you just mentioned as a arm of the government. That it wouldn't be the military. I, 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 I could just, be wrong. He's an American, and he apparently has a PhD in history. I just want to know his opinion. Does he? Because th- he would probably say because he didn't even believe in the military industrial. Well, he complex. definitely didn't think that the FBI killed JFK. No, or that the God Americans no. killed JFK. That would be crazy. He can't even admit that they fucking spend too much money for the military every year. But I mean, the question at this point is like, when Joe has these guys on, does he think he's? It's almost a redundant question. Do you? He was just selling his book. Well, do you think you're getting a different answer? Do you think this guy's gonna say honestly to you? Yeah, Joe, you know what? Now that you mention it, I actually do think the military budget is a bit yeah. bloated. Like this is sorry, Mac. No, go, 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 go. This is the equivalent of Lex having the president of uh Pfizer on. Yeah. It's the same thing. Don't have this guy on. You can't ask him what you want to ask him. He's not gonna tell you the fucking truth. 
don't have these it was guys just such on. a bad look. It's the same thing though. That's why like everyone gives it a pass, but like when he has Dan Crenshaw on and Dan Crenshaw talks about how like you absolutely can't have free healthcare for people. And it's like, dude, I saw what you made this year against the S and P 500. We know, we know what the fuck is up. We know we're not going to get an honest conversation out of you. So why be here? Like why? And this is why I hate when Joe has political people on because Joe spends most of his time being like politicians but are full of shit. This guy isn't political. He doesn't vote. They talk out of the side of their mouth. He worked for the president. So why have them on? That's my point. Like, yes. Unless this guy is coming out to tell you like secrets that we couldn't get somewhere else. Yeah. Does he have a book called Holy Shit, You'll Never Believe This? If not, I don't want to hear about this guy's memoir about how he was beside Trump when they made difficult decisions. Like no one gives a fucking shit. The bu that book's been written a million times by a million people that are like, yeah, yeah, no, we need, we need way more money again this year. And fine. If you want to buy a book. Or sorry, if you want to write a book, somebody's got to buy. You, you know what I mean? I I just don't. But he used so much hyperbole and like fear tactics, like pensioners are funding companies that may develop weapons that kill their grandchildren. I mean, that was true. Well, that and is that was, true. Yeah, that is that it? is a hundred percent true. Of course it is. But I've said this forever. You don't know where you're investing your money. If China is a threat to kill everybody, which I don't know if they are, I I just think they do what China does. If China, even if they don't want to kill anybody, everybody, even if they just want to get a a foothold into the American economy, that would be an amazing way to do it. No, they just want to be the power. They want to be the empire. And do, do they, though? Like, yeah. do you really think that China wants to take over the whole I world? I didn't say take they, it over like that. I don't mean to actually march into different regions and take over, but they want to they want to own you like a bookie owns you or like a fucking, like you get involved with the mob in the wrong way, that sort of thing. Like, like they always have their thumb on you, that sort of thing. And I think they're doing a good job of that. Did you ever hear of the Chinese Well, they budgeting? have the thumb on the nation. Sorry, Kumar. That's what I mean. Story, Indian soldiers to death in the Himalayas? Say that again. Chinese bludgeoning Indian soldiers to death in the Himalayas. No. Like it, was, it was just weird. He's like, you know, that thing they did. And then he, I heard him say, China doesn't play by the rules. He's not fair. Yeah, yeah. that's what he said. I, I don't, but I don't know what, what, what fairness is there. Like. Well, no, because what he's insinuating is that we, as the U.S., play by the rules so we can never... That is not true. Exactly. Like, and I am not... Listen, I'm not saying the Canadians are great. I'm saying everybody does everything wrong. Like, they're all corrupt. They're, the American they're military, all using the same tactics The American military tortures enemies. people. I mean, it's it's just like no, but hold on. It's a horrible look to have. So, hold on. So no, don't play by the rules. Hold no on. One plays I just want to say this though. It's like he was saying. He was like, you got to realize these disinformation campaigns. It's done by Russia and China, but they do it through like Ghana or whatever. I, the whole time I'm thinking, yeah, the same way you guys have offshore places where you torture people so that it's not really on the books, or Guantanamo Bay where you lock people up indefinitely without a trial, but it's not on U.S. soil, and it's not. You know what I mean? Like. Everyone does it. We all do it. I mean, listen, Facebook does it to you every day. You just are okay with it being some external body, you know? I mean, the craziest thing is that the Holocaust happened and we were like, we are absolutely as a group of people never ever going to allow this to happen again. But we are currently living through said Holocaust and no one's doing anything about it. Well, what Where are you referring to? The, the Uyghur Muslims. At least it would appear that way. What I was thinking before, though, it's because what happened at the time, when you talk about Hitler to Stalin or Mao. Yeah. 
Like Jim Gaffigan said, there was a Nazi rally in New York City. Yeah, in like, the forty, in the in like thirty-eight. Hitler or something. wasn't Hitler was an enemy, but he wasn't <laughs> evil at the time. And that's the lesson that's got to be learned. Stalin and Mao were evil and like scared. You, do you know what I mean? It was only after the fact, after the war, after Hitler's dead, do they find out about the Holocaust, and then they they reverse engineer it to see what a monster he was. By the time people are like, that guy can talk. Well, I mean, Mao's, Mao's whole thing, too, was that everyone, everyone feared him so much that that's why everyone starved to death. Because everyone was reporting, everyone was lying about the food supply numbers all the way up the chain because no one wanted to get killed. So it's like, how much rice is there? And it's like, well, if I don't say there's enough rice, I'm fucking dead. So there's enough rice. And then that guy's like, we got double the rice we need to the next guy. And then it gets to Mao and Mao's like, we have all the food we need. And the next thing you know, 50 Broken million telephone. people starve to death. He thinks he they need to keep a competitive advantage by screwing China over, like not letting China work with companies. It's just it's just it, 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 who, I guess because the Uyghur Muslims or whatever, China is the more evil. But it's like I don't want either of them to win. But again, in it's, a perfect world, you're mentioning what's funny too is you're you're mentioning the funniest thing is it's like America's this super capitalist. You do business with everyone. It doesn't matter their shady past or whatever. It's all about making money in the bottom line. And then when another country does it, they're like, whoa, whoa, hold up. You can't do it that way. Like you're it, saying, like... It's just this blindness or something. The the, uh, the hypocrisy. Um, I like the line, I think it was Lenin said, the capitalists will sell us the rope that we hang them we with. them with. Yeah, that's fucking bananas. So we'll probably, they'll probably screw themselves anyways. Except that the capitalists ended up winning. For now. Yeah. Um, <coughs> he was talking about uh, how Ru Russia was a threat but then we find out um, from Oliver Stone that Russia was just super scared of America. Yeah. You know, they weren't a threat. They were just holding on to what they could and posturing so they, when, so the Americans wouldn't take them over. We also know that no one lost people in World War II fighting the Germans like the Russians. There's no one that has a bigger body count during, excuse me, during World War II than Russia. They lost the most people. But, sorry, what are you what are you saying? Russia wasn't actually a power. No, he's saying Russia that Russia was not the threat that they that the uh, American government presented the people. Like mm -hmm. Russia yeah, yeah. was just holding on, and this I guy's this guy's a historian. Like there's just there was no pushback from Joe based on what we had just talked about last week with Oliver Stone. Like it's, it was just too fresh in the mind. In another couple weeks, this comes up. I can see him not remembering. And then he said, China is obsessed with not losing control. It sounds like you're obsessed with not losing control. <laughs> yeah. like, it's just, we are, we are. Well, hold on. No one, the right. everyone is obsessed with losing control. No one uh, wants uh, to lose absolutely. control. Absolutely. It's There's just, if America's interests are in your best interest, then you got to, I guess, go with this guy. I mean, I think I would, listen, I think we'd be crazy to assume that what's best for us is not, or what's best for America is not best for us. Correct. As Canada? Yes. I, I, where they go, we go, I, I, I think. I don't think we, we can live without them. Especially if you see that big uh, controversy that's going, the truckers going back and forth. Now. Well, forget that. that. I'm just saying, protests. like, without their military, anyone could just walk in here and take us over. But it'd be a long time because there's so much land. Well, our country's huge, yeah. But again, it's also easy to conquer that land because there's no one up there. And we're so nice. Well, just, well I, I guess. I guess, yeah. You, 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 you might as well. We took it in the first place, eh? I mean, the most likely candidate to take us over would be the Americans. 
But we beat them in a war, so they're afraid of us. I bet what? They, I bet they <laughs> we beat them in the war. We're the only country that beat them in a war. Nobody's afraid of us. Man. I think crazy. they feel like they've taken us over. Um, he did uh, support that the Kremlin doesn't care who's in charge. Like, like if people say they were trying to get Trump or Hillary, these are. Well, again, this guy's full of shit. But. Well, I mean, is that true, though? Because, like, obviously Putin would rather have somebody in office who he's able to do business with, you know? Yeah, who, I mean, I'll put it to you this way. That's tough. Think about it. He knows that Trump loves him. That's got to be good for him in some way, right? It's got, like, whether whether they tampered or not is beside the fact. Let's put that aside. Let's say that was never, let's say that that was never a storyline. If you're just looking at it from a layman's point of view, you'd have to say that in some way, shape, or form, life would be easier for him if the president of the United States was like super chummy. Well, and like right? Trump, Trump hated um, our prime minister. Yeah. So well, why no, wouldn't he? No His deals wife wanted to were fuck him. ever going to be made with those two guys. Cause they just didn't like that happens in politics. You yeah. know what I mean? It can, it can decide policy based on fucking small men's egos. But the, yeah, I, your country should be run by an uggo. The for idea sure. though is that China and Russia's main goal is to have people have no faith in the democratic system and just the government and just be disassociated from the whole thing. But again, that's the, who's in charge. the Americans wrote that playbook. How do we, how do we get rid of communism? We just make it look like communism is terrible. We go in, we do the stuff we need to. It, it's the same. Yeah, exactly. I'm just telling you, it's the exact same playbook. We just like democracy. It's all. It's always funny when the, the conversation comes up about the founding fathers. They just nailed it. They just got it so right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess for a period of time, but it doesn't seem so right now with Nancy Pelosi and all these guys making lots of money. The founding fathers had no idea that China was going to be a problem. No, but I think it was also based on such a small model, right? Like yeah. the second that you bring so many people into the equation. Or that time. The fact that we're still it, following they, they might, the same rules. They might not still be nailing it. I also archaic. love I also love when when like old white dudes say stuff like that. Like, man, they really nailed it, didn't they? And it's like Slavery was fully in there well, in the first draft. He says, fully. Aside from that one thing. Yeah, <laughs> except for that. Um, did, so they played Ted Cruz question the FBI? Yeah. That was sort of grading, eh? Like, that is impossible to watch. What it's are, so annoying. One of those questions just say no, there was not. Well, they can't. He can't. They can't say that. But can, can they not say that because... Uh, it's true they were there, or is it like an ongoing investigation? Do you no, know? What probably because I mean? it's not true, and they're under oath. Or hold on, there's also the weird. There could be that weird like legal loophole where they're like, I don't know whether we were or not, so I have to answer that I don't know. I just like for one of them, I know. On I that, agree. I can say no. Yeah, I, I one no would have been nice. Yeah, that. child rape. No, that's a solid no. The weirdest thing is this, and I understand how lawyers work, but it's so weird that like, imagine a lawyer says to you like. Okay, so what if they ask me, um, was the FBI involved in January 6th? And the lawyer looks at you like, you're just going to have to say you don't know. And you're going to look at them and be like, that's going to make me look that's so good. Like, that's pretty damning. And they're going to be like, trust me, from a legal standpoint. It's like, the law. Well, anyways, at this point, this guy just fell apart. and Like, well, I don't know anything about Asian fucking... Um, Joe's to, pretty much like, well, we know this guy right here. You can see him in the video. He's leading the people in there. He's leading the people oh, in there. On that one, though. Um, that guy a good, really isn't doing that? No, no. There's a good chance. There's the other side of that coin, too, where that guy could have just ratted a ton of people out. And that's why you haven't seen him get any jail time. Who, the horn guy? 
No, no, not the horn guy. The guy that Joe's guy. talking about. The guy that Joe's like, look, he can be seen here rallying people in. He can, They might have just given him. He's probably on Epstein Island. Or that, yeah. I mean, that's more likely, but I'm just saying there is a chance that that guy just took a deal, right? He, yeah, well, I let the conspiracies fly. Um, he, uh, he goes, I'm not a plugger of my book, except you're there just reading excerpts out of your book. Like <laughs> this guy, I, I, it's so weird. He like, was a book plugger. Don't let him. Fucking he was a fucking up. total book plugger, <laughs> but just like he must be. Oh my God. He must be competent, right? He can't just be a bumbling fool. It is the same way. I said like everyone says Trump's an idiot, but he must know something that. I don't think he's a bumbling fool, Kamara. I think there is so little that he's actually able to say that he doesn't even warrant to be listened to. Yeah. Because Agreed. what's the it's like reading a a memo that's all redacted. Like don't bother, don't show me the memo, you know? But Kamara, I got to ask you with the Trump thing like, oh, that was a pretty good analogy, man. Yeah. It's just sat there like bumps on a log. Like Donald Trump was never ever ever a day in his life poor. So if you inherit the kind of money he inherited, he also inherited like great lawyers. He inherited smart people around him. Like my contention with Donald Trump is that he really is a really stupid human being who came into a lot of money and had people around him that kept that money. Well, and even then he's not great at keeping that money. He's, that's good to keep those people around. And you think people just um, came to him at one point and said, look, you can be president this is how we'll do it for you. Let him into it. Did everything. No, I think him becoming president was just a total fucking. First of all, I don't think he ever thought he was going to become president. I think he was like, this is great PR for me. I can spend, I can spend this kind of money on advertising or I can do it running he for president. Yeah. Win. He just thought it was a lark. And then at some point he saw it gaining traction. I even think, there. listen, I don't even think day of the election. He was like, we. I think even at that point, he was like, I can't believe this charade has gone on this long. And then the New York uh, Times thing comes out saying he has like a 97% chance of losing. I bet he's like, perfect, this was great. And then he ended up being president. His um, position of the military is to um, deter conflict. Like yeah, how, just yeah. the opposite. You see someone getting a bunch of guns, you're, you're like, I guess I got to get guns too? Like... Unless you do the Vito Corleone, like you have to kill every single person against you or else their son will come back on you. Unless you're going to operate the military like that, you're always leaving a trail of angry people behind, right? It's just it's just fronting it and it's only going to like perpetuate it. That's the way I see it. He doesn't. <laughs> I, he doesn't. I do believe, though, compulsory service would be a good thing for all countries. Yeah. If everyone had skin in the game, all these conflicts and issues would be just there'd be a moment of pause you know what i mean well it would also mean that at some point everybody at some point every politician would have a serving child yes uh, and under, that, that and that that would mean that when it comes time to vote are we going to war for whatever frivolous thing we've decided you might like you said take pause and say well hold on do i want to send my kid to fight this useless war over whatever the fuck and then under that, um, military benefits would be for, like, everyone. So everyone would have dental. You, do you know what I mean? Or uh, help funding with education. Like, it's I like mean, it's so everyone weird. Everyone gets in the army so we don't have to fight. 
Yeah, I mean, again, be better off. I'm still, I still think without mandatory service, there should be universal health care, especially in a country as rich as the U.S. Well, That's either here nor there. Sorry, but, I meant to extend that to dental. Yeah, here. I mean, Canada, again, I think we should get dental regardless as well. We've had that argument. This is the way to do it. Uh, he says, "Tell." He says, "Hollywood doesn't tell us anything about these issues." It's because the Pentagon tells Hollywood what movies to make. Yeah, like, because you guys have final say. I don't know. I, I just. I, do, I wish I knew if Joe was just rolling his eyes, like we're just going through the motions here or just lapping it up. Like, Who do you think they send it to first, the Pentagon or China? We need, we need you guys to give it. We got to get our notes from China and then we got to get our notes from the Pentagon and then we got to rewrite this bad boy. The, uh, these are just, the, these are such useless episodes when he has somebody on who clearly cannot speak their piece. Yeah. I mean, again, it's like, dude. Redacted you, memo. Again, Mike Baker. I will leave it at that. This guy has Mike Baker on all the time. He knows what the CIA is up to. And Mike Baker is constantly on there just like, well, Skippo, Chip, and Scott are good. And uh, CIA, you know, we just, we're just doing regular stuff, just talking to people around the world, Joe. Nothing. Does Mike Baker still have, like, um, things he's not able to say? Like, is he still tied to the government in some way that he's... Listen, if the movies have taught me anything... It's that you're always tied to the CIA. Yeah, gotcha. Are you not? Like, yeah, it's true. Look at MacGruber. <laughs> Kamar, what do you think? I I, I think um, he said out loud that the United States Army surrendered to the Taliban. He that, said it like six times. And that's how it's got to be looked at. Like, it's it's just such a blight on them forever. Well, and in like, his defense too, Vietnam or whatever, like this is so like in his defense too, he didn't make it political. Nope. Like he was like he was like it was under Trump that it was under both of them, Trump and Biden, that we look that we have pie on our he face. Just, it was poor planning and execution, but like he said, they told Biden this was going to happen. And he, he, I, because before who is he talking to with Josh Zeps? He's like, well, it's not actually Biden; it's his handlers. Like did the whole team just get this so wrong. Cause he he said, I mean, I don't know if it's true. We could just left ten thousand guys there, and it would have been all right. But they just turned out run. It's it's really uncanny if there's such a. Maybe they do need more funding. But I mean, again, the Viet Cong <laughs> again, the Viet Cong showed that like you don't need to win a war; you just need to not lose, right? Like if you can just well, win. The Taliban took it to a new level. Yeah, you just win a war of attrition. Taking all our We're shit. just gonna move through the fucking mountains. Um, and that's all I really have on this guy because uh, it's just there's no point discussing what he discussed unless it's just to shoot it down. But perfect. I think Joe let us down. Maybe having him on and then at least ask about JFK or the military industrial complex. Whatever. I give it a one. I give it a one. And again, I have no problem with a military person coming on. Oh, this I was show, interested. I was, but interested. it has to be somebody who's willing to have a discussion. Everything's it can't confidential. be somebody. Yeah, like it. Like that's the thing when someone comes on is like, dude, we're burning everything out there. That's that's what I want to hear. Like, holy shit, really? That's I don't hear some guy come on and be like, well, we we got to burn it. You know what? What are we gonna it's do? Bring so it. So many fucking talking points. I found it annoying and uh, a horrible listen. Simon, what do you give it? I'll give it a 0.5. Wow. Yeah, that's what it should have given it. All right. This next one should be short as well, I assume. 1764, Ari Shafir, Shane Gillis, and Mark Norman. The new sober October. Drunk, drunk January. The drunk punks? 
Anyways, yeah, you can't name your your gang, and they tried, but yeah, they're drinking. You can't name your gang, man. Whatever they name their gang, we're gonna name our gang that, but with the same word at the end. Nepotism's a weird thing. The three queef queefs. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure there's some people who have some really nice names about us, but uh, they just they brought up nepotism. The Cuomo brothers help each other. The mayor of New York giving his brother this crazy job, like. What are you supposed to do? Like, who in the right mind would like, sorry, I'm going to leave my brother out to dry. Like, it's just, from the outside, it looks shady, but what, what are you talking about? You I mean, hold on. There's a big difference. Nepotism. There's a big difference. If I own, let's say I own a massive Fortune 500 company, I can give my brother a decent job versus making him CEO if I don't think he's qualified, right? Like, there's nepotism, and then there's nepotism that doesn't seem to make much sense to me. Like, I understand giving... It's a, it's a spectrum. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if I just, if I had a super successful company out of the blue and I was like, Kamar, I need you to be the chief financial officer. That would be, no offense, ridiculous. Do you have, are, are you an accountant? But if you gave me the, the to get coffee for the CEO and just gave me a cushy salary. Precisely. I don't know, there's something to be said for trust, you know? Like, keep it the family. Like, it's better to have somebody there who you can trust 100% than somebody there who may do a better job, but you can only trust 50%. I, that, I, again, I'm not saying nepotism is a sure. good thing, but those are the times I think where it happens is because people are trying to insulate themselves from. I agree, but I'll also say I feel like someone outside treachery. of your, I feel like someone beyond your circle is also more likely to give you the straight goods, unless they're just kissing your ass. But you can weed that out. You know what I mean? Like if you get someone who's not in your circle, they'll be able to tell you something that maybe someone in your circle wouldn't. And sometimes nepotism really bites you in the ass. You know, like Jewel and her mother. Oh my Dane god! Dane Cook, yeah, whatever. You Dane Cook, that story's fucked. It's very, it's very interesting. I wonder whether that's reverse. Well, again, nepotism. because you trust those people the most, and when they turn on you, those are the last people you would ever expect. I mean, that's that's got to be the toughest though, because like family Ugh. is the last line of defense as far as trust goes. So to have your brother or your fucking mother steal all of your hard-earned money, like, and I'm telling you, like in a case of like, uh, what's his name there? Um, we were just talking about him. Dane Cook. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there was a better financial advisor, but For you sure. put your family there because yeah. you don't want to have to worry about people ripping you off. That's You're willing to take yeah. less to get more, you know? Well, dude, I'll give you an example of like bad nepotism. There's a soccer player named Harry Kane, one of the best strikers in the world, plays for Tottenham. Going into the summer, he had a contract renegotiation. And he was playing for England. He had a pretty good um, Euros for England. His brother is his manager. And his brother played his cards so poorly. And now this guy's going to get like probably half the money he would have gotten if he had just fucking not had his brother as his agent. It's I mean, again, he... Cold Thanksgiving. Yeah, hopefully. Well, I mean, again, he made some bad decisions himself, I think. But yeah, you know, you should really just put the best person in the best position and try to give your loved ones or friends cushy positions that aren't super important, unless they're qualified for it. It hasn't been that long since these guys were all on, and I believe I thought that Mark Norman was the funniest of the three the last time around. Yeah, and this time you thought it was Shane. This week I thought it was Shane. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Very insightful. Um, <laughs> Very insightful. Shane is great. I fucking love Shane, man. Yeah, he's hilarious. I, like, I love when he turned to Joe and he was like, you know... 
if I talk to you the way you talk to me, <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, that's pretty much how it goes when yeah. you hang out with the most famous person yeah. in the world. Welcome you to the You are extra, going to be biting your tongue. Welcome a to the bit. extra hundred thousand Instagram followers, yeah. bitch. But it's a double thing because he's a huge guy. Yeah. No, the, the, why? Well, but Joe could still, you know, leg Joe, sweep. Come yeah, on. I, you don't I, think Joe could take him? Not in a fight, but there's just not many people that uh, Shane will interact uh, in the world of Joe's stature. Oh, Simon. Sorry. Jesus. Do, do you guys remember Jerry Sandusky? Yeah. When he was Penn doing that State. interview and he couldn't help himself but to say, I like children. <laughs> like, Bob, I think it was with Bob Costas, gave him the out to be like, he could just lie and like, made himself look better. Like, <laughs> it's just so precious. Like, it, it was it, it was interesting well, to see terrible. how you're compelled. Like, you can't even scam your way out of it. You know? It was like that guy, the murderer, when he started burping. Yeah. yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> what's his name at the end of the jinx? Yeah. Yeah. Durst? Is that Durst? Yeah, Durst, yeah. Hey, he finally got um, put in jail, and oh, then he died he? right away, yeah. Oh, Another one lost, too soon. Um, <laughs> too soon. You guys like oysters? No. No, I hate them. I, I like oysters. So disgusting. It's another everyone. cummy food. Yeah. But I, dude, again, like, who looked at that thing yeah. and was- Let me crack this no, bad boy you open. You know what? That I get, Matt. People need food. You know what I mean? The clams were there. You do what you got to do. I guess, yeah. Those nuts have no value in that form. You cannot eat them for substance. Not only that, but they're covered in such a cummy, a cummy substance yes. that it's obvious that you're not in nature supposed to eat it. But maybe that's why, Matt, they were like, whatever this is, we have to extract its flavor because nature is trying to keep it from us so much. It's nature's cum. I just feel it's like a, you don't get oysters at 7-Eleven. Oh my God. You, you know what I mean? It's There's a, a lot of places you don't get oysters. It's, it's fancy. Fancy. When you're eating oysters, you're probably in a nice restaurant or doing something decadent. I like that quote though. You don't get oysters at 7-Eleven. Kamara Hargadon. The one thing about Shane is he doesn't like the Cho. The Cho? David Cho. Oh yeah. Well, I think he was joking. He, no, I don't. I think he honestly saw him talk about his sexual exploits and was like turned off by felt, that. Felt the way about it and, and went out of his way to say it. But we all love the show, right? Yeah, David Cho's incredible. Um, how old do you guys want to live? Do you, you know you want to think about that? And they ask everyone that. Um, I think it depends on a lot of factors. My grandmother's like late eighties, and she's still really kicking it. Like she was in you Vegas like with there? us. I don't know if I'd like. Like I don't know. I'll put it to you this way. If I can no longer go to the bathroom on my own power. As long as your body works. Just put me out of my misery. Even if it happens ten, like 10 years from now. I want to make it to like 250. Again, though. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say this, though, Kamar. If they can like take years off of aging, like both physically and appearance wise and like the way you feel. Uh, I could go 100 years. Fuck it. That's that's too long. I want to live like 175 years. You just got to know. Yeah, I want to see what happens. Unless the aliens come next week and then... I mean... Bigfoot aliens and then you could die happy man. The The big question when they come, do you just do what Kamar does and try and drive off the cliff? Or do you bother fighting? Like, you're not going to have a chance. You know what I mean? But... Maybe you make it an extra six months, eight months, a year, three years. I, I think I've changed my position now. Now I'm going to the diehard Hans, baby. Hans, let me work with you. They're going to kill you, Hans. You're, we Yeah, you've said that, that you want to become like a deplorable. Uh, yeah. 
there's their lap master. I also like, think jab the hut with a chain around my neck. I, I'll try and live for a couple of months if it's too hard. Seventy five, I'd be happy. Cycle it off. That's what I'm going to say. I also think. Um, I think that too big an age gap isn't good for the world. It should be a young planet in general. I, I, it doesn't mean that it has to be young. I just think that like we have a tougher time getting along or understanding people the further the age gap. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, they, that's the it's called the generation gap. Yeah, but not even like not to mention you'd have to keep working because like if you want to you want to live to one hundred and twenty. <laughs> You better have a shitload of retirement well, saved. But if you knew you were going to live to like 200 years old, you'd be a lot more likely to like get on board with whatever the newest technologies are. You know what I mean? Because you'd, well, you'd have you, to be, though. You'd see that you'd have to use that for the next hundred. Like me, I can say I'm not going to bother. No NFTs with for fucking, Simon. No, I'm good. I'm into the NFTs, but I, you know, like nobody's putting a chip in my neck. I'm, that's where I chip out. You yeah. Know? Tap out. That's where I chip He's out. already, I'm chipping out. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I just like, but again, Simon, let's say, let's say the only way you could work, like all jobs became dependent on the chip in your neck. Yeah, I'm still chipping out. Okay, fair enough. Like uh, there's got to be a line in the sand, right? Yeah. It obviously wasn't the vaccine. Okay, yeah. No, we know that. We know that. Yeah. But the chip in the neck, that is absolutely where I draw the line. And I was thinking about it. What, it, what if they said but here, the, I, ne the next pandemic comes out? And the only way to get through it, the vaccine is a chip in your neck. I already disagree with you, though, and I'll tell you why. I disagree with you for two reasons. The first is, if tomorrow you went to the doctor and that doctor said to you, we need to put a pacemaker in, and if we put a pacemaker in, you'll live a long, healthy life, you would put it in instantly, right? Not even, yeah. a, not even yeah, a question. Yeah, I would have to. Same thing. Like, if they had, if Elon's fucking Neuralink technology came out, and you fell off a ladder at home. Totally, totally. You're talking about saving my life. Yeah, I would do a lot of things to do that. Yeah. So this is, but the, I'm but talking it, about day to day living. Sure, they sure, want sure. Me to but again, I think there's a distinction there because you know, if you could live comfortably for an extra thirty years, well, I have to do that, Matt, because I owe that to my family. But if I was like, no, I'm in an extra thirty after eighty. No, no. Oh, another 30 after I don't 80. mean 30 from now. I mean, oh, like, I, I, get, I get you owe that. No, no, no. I'm talking about if, you know, you found out you were. No, I think that's, I God think that there's no question. Die. Same thing. Like, if the, do you want a pig's heart? Yeah. Will it keep me going? I don't but care. But another 80, like, is my family going to live that 80? Because if they don't, I probably, you know, I'm fine going. Well, they can of, chip in too, pieces. obviously. A lot of moving pieces. Yeah, there's a lot of moving pieces. I just, I, I got to think that if it's just to, like, get into the metaverse, there, I'm out. I am out 100%. It's so interesting, though, that attitude even, because I feel like, well, it just closes a lot of doors. Like, let's say you keep doing art mm -hmm. and well, in, you know, well into your 80s. It's like the one thing that, you know, you have no arthritis. It's one thing that you just still love to do. You've done it for like 60 years. You've gotten real, you know, you've gotten incredible at it now. Yeah. Um, and there's a million different ways to do it. You can do it in VR. Like, that's a good example. You know, let's say a bunch of artists started moving to VR. Like, you wouldn't even know that you're incredible at it because you would absolutely never even try it. Even if, and then, again, you could be one of those things where, like, you see all your favorite artists move over to VR and they all get filthy rich. And you would just be like, I don't want to get filthy rich because I don't like VR. Like I said, Matt, I'm willing to do the NFTs <laughs> because I see that it can translate into dollars I can use on the outside. Mm-hmm. 
if you said you can only use this money in the metaverse, I wouldn't be interested in doing them. Do you know what That's I mean? A Listen, as someone who paid for his first thing using crypto this week. Yeah. Um, Congratulations. It was no, I'm just saying, I, you know, I actually have a case in point. Like it's, you know, it's, it is a currency in that I used it to buy something. Well, but that thing doesn't exist either. Doesn't matter. <laughs> that's, that's very true. You that's use imaginary true. money yeah. to, to buy, buy an imaginary, imaginary thing. Yeah. Hey, man, you're, you're the game, Way though. Way to go, dude. Yeah. You're, you're getting on the ground floor. Can we go? They talked about big volcanoes. Did you see that volcano? That was insane. So they Underwater? think there's going to be a tsunami that's going to hit, like, Oregon. What do you mean they think uh, there was no, a tsunami? <laughs> Sorry? It's there already hit. Oh, it already yeah, hit. Yeah, yeah. It hit Fiji. They thought it might get to Victoria. But my point being is that's what's going to take us out. And it's some underwater the volcano whole or something. Blow up and boom. Yeah, probably. So you don't have to worry about the metaverse. Well, just don't go- worry about armies or China. Like, but again, hold on. You, it's a weird thing saying don't worry about the metaverse because if let's say let's say that super volcano is thirty years from now, if you were let's say theoretically that the servers for Facebook aren't affected by said volcano, you could just technically live on in a metaverse, couldn't you? Well, and I'm suggesting that said servers will be affected as you drowned by in this, the real world by the no. tsunami i think then you can't be on the metaverse anymore a volcano Maddie, okay the volcano is bigger than anything world. we can grasp like yeah it's like you, everest the biggest pimple hey kamar don't look up yeah well hey I'm just saying, kamar anything is possible at this i don't point. think the volcano will be caused by uh human interference um have you ever psyched anyone up or been psyched up by someone uh, I, I'm probably I'm sure as a kid I psyched up many people to do stupid stuff I can't think of something in particular but it's weird how that, that encouragement from someone is like a yeah actually I've psyched Simon up at bowling gives you, gives you energy I'm sure know? he didn't want it but well no because you get in the zone right and you yeah. don't want it it's like you're throwing a perfect yeah. game you're like yeah. a pitcher it you just want to the Gia well no because Simon also has I've noticed that when Simon's in that zone he has a very specific Again, like a pitcher. Ritual. Yeah, he will walk up, grab the ball the same, grab the same ball, the same walk up, the same preparation. Very, very ritualistic. Superstitious. true. Well, no, that's how you, because you're doing the same swing. Yeah, it's muscle memory, yeah. So you want, again, if you're going for a perfect game, you just need 10, or sorry, 12 perfect balls. and That's why he's a field goal kicker. Um, (laughs) The celebrity sex scandal So sorry, just back up for one second. I think this was their... I think they were better this time than they were the last time. The um, Either way, I love these. The, once, the choir boys? They can do these do once like a month. That? I like the choir boys. I they, think they're all hungover. That's where you do your best stuff. Well, I don't think Joe gets hungover. They're planning on doing these once a month, and I don't know how I feel about that. I think the beauty of it is that it only happens every once in a while. I think if it was too much. I disagree. They're always just fucking having fun if it could be run and they sort of shit on hot button issues but i think it might get re- repetitious well we'll find out won't we we will seems well, like this is going to be a regular thing. i'd like to see shane on there by himself we've seen that yeah. again okay sorry you just fall in love with shane yeah, um seriously the richard gear and uh the gerbil and stallone uh, rod stewart oh yeah you know these stories getting out has really gone down and i think everyone got the message like to toe the line, because the, the idea with Richard Gere is that he was leaving Scientology or whatever. Yeah, like, that totally makes sense to me. The Scientology thing, because when you think about that, like that was a rumor that needed some oomph behind it, yeah. and somehow it's got into the lexicon. Like, 
Uh, I, I I like that theory a lot that he was trying to leave Scientology and they fucking branded him a gerbil fucker. But he, did, <laughs> but he didn't actually put a gerbil up his ass? No, I don't think he fucking put a gerbil up his ass. Aww. Who the but fuck doesn't that puts make him, gerbils up their ass? But he's not fucking the gerbil. The gerbil, I guess, is technically so The story was him. he got the gerbil addicted to cocaine. He de- cool. He declawed the gerbil. Yeah. He got the gerbil addicted to cocaine. See, I'm already cocaine. out. This is so much work. He put the cocaine so up his ass and then the addicted gerbil would go up his butt to get the coke. So think that was about the this. story I let's heard just, anyway. Let's just piece this together. That's so much work. Like you don't know that the gerbil up your ass is going to be great. Cause you've never, you'd have to declaw it and get it hooked on coke. When first, was the right? first you were in like uh, Singapore and you tried gerbiling for the first time. He's not patient there. zero for know. gerbiling though. Okay, but the first person had to, this is my who point. Who is patient zero me for gerbiling? Well, okay. That's who we're talking about. Your patient zero. Okay, let's just say I'm patient zero for the gerbil, okay? I have no idea how it's going to feel. I have to take the time to do all this bullshit just on the off chance. It's a real risk taker. Not a, There's got to be way better things to put up your ass. Or you put one thing up your ass and said, if that feels like that, I bet a gerbil would be better. Why? Why would you ever go to a gerbil? It's like, I don't see... Just small enough, but it won't eat you because it's a vegetarian? I don't know. It won't eat you? You're hilarious. Let's oh my on. God, there's a Wikipedia for I don't want it. I don't want it. Gerbling. Also known no, as... No, no, no. Let's just move gerbil on. Gerbil stuffing yeah. or right. gerbil shooting is a sexual practice of inserting small no live animals, no usually gerbils, but also mice, hamsters, and rats, and various other rodents into the human rectum to obtain stimulation. All right, that's Some enough. Some variations of rodent may be covered in a psychoactive substance such as heroin prior to being Weird. inserted. There are a few documents on how this is okay, achieved stop. or enjoyed as all rodents have long tails and teeth. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's right. It doesn't seem possible. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, it's so Why funny. That grossed you out? Dude, I get panic attacks. Like, it's okay. What happens is this you start talking about something that would be really painful to me, like whatever, anything. Like sticking a gerbil up your ass? Yeah. And then it'll trigger something that, like, for example, what it just triggered in me. And again, it's, it'll probably make, nope, can't do it. <laughs> nope. All right, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Wow. They talked about who the worst leader was, as we have already done. The worst leader of all time? Well, who's the most notorious? Whether oh, like the most like hated, Isaiah. Bird did it best. But the the microphone must have been a real game changer for swaying people. But it's weird because they said that. But like there was people like they said like Genghis Khan for sure was way like way bigger, way more awful. He never had a microphone and he... But was he through like sheer fear of the front row and then it was just broken television, intimidation on the way back? Maybe. I just think it was like that the microphone is a game changer. For I would me. imagine like the printing press would have been more important to get your ideas out there, you know? Well, again, that's why there was wars over the printing press for so long. But why, why do we still have people all congregate to listen to someone talk? Whether it be a preacher, politician on the campaign thing. Like it's a, it's a powerful thing. Well, yeah, I mean, again, if it was ineffective, they wouldn't do it. A lot of people want two things. They want reassurance and they want uh, to be right. So, like, you know, if you're saying all the things that make me right, I'm like, fuck you. This guy's. Uh, of course. Just- I mean, really, in the olden days, they should have taught everybody sign language because that way you'd be able to communicate from much longer distances without um, 
microphones. How, how far can you see like someone's that. hands? Well, yeah. if you were at like a concert or something, you know what I mean? Uh, where you were like a Nazi rally, Kamar, where you were trying to convince people to do something, they can't hear you in the back row. But even then, today the sign person is on a big screen. Kamar, don't argue with my flawed logic of having everybody use sign language throughout history. Uh, then they did some COVID talk. Joe smokes two cigarettes per show. That was the best one. <laughs> They're like, how many cigarettes do you smoke? He's like, just before shows, they're like, he does 15 shows a day. <laughs> it was just well, fucking. Uh, for me, I think it's Joe's on a very slow road to becoming. To, to just becoming before smoker. shows, I watch it before Seinfeld and Friends. And, no. and, and what? <laughs> he smokes a <laughs> yes, lot. I get I it. get it. Before every show he watches. You got to make sure what he does with those cigarette butts. I don't think he's on. I don't see it happening. <laughs> I think Joe's one of those uber disciplined people who like. <sighs> Gets you. No, I, I, I cannot see it either. As soon as Joe thought it was a problem, he would annex that thing from his life. Yeah, it, It's my prediction. Joe is so disciplined. Like Plus, Joe is a cover-all-his-bases guy. Once he read it can help Parkinson's, he's just he's hedging his bets. He's like, okay, so if I just smoke a couple cigarettes a day, it's not enough to get me hooked, and uh, it's enough to keep Parkinson's away, right? Oh, no, fine. I, I, I'm just making my prediction, but I think he's inspired by Stephen King. Like that nicotine, man, it's everywhere. Um, I thought it was funny they all talked about their uh, days of uh, having sex with big girls and whatever. I call it dragon slang. But, you know, they're, they're so desperate when you're an amateur comedian. I think they all have nice girlfriends now. But they have no shame. Um, what happened to the old style when everyone wore hats? That's the worst. Well, it is now because it seems like a, but it was just the norm. You yeah, know imagine I mean? wearing a wool suit in New York in the summer and a hat. I, I wish we, I just, I wonder what happened. Like just some one dude grew his hair and he got laid. And it was like, fuck this. Well, everybody wore suits back then. Yeah, I think the two things just went hand in hand. So when everybody stopped wearing suits, they stopped wearing hats. And no, but I have a feeling, happened. no, I know what Kamar's saying. I think it's easy, Kamar. It's like some guy went away for vacation for two weeks. And just wore like, I don't know, shorts and a Hawaiian shirt. And was like, you know what? This is the life. This is, wait, yeah. <laughs> and then was like, I don't even know. And then again, it just takes one powerful per, like person, like one CEO to come in not wearing a suit one day and be like, you know what? Then so, boom. Something, but suits something in happened. the office something have never happened. really gone out of style. You're right. The hats just left, Kamar. Something happened. I, I don't know what it is. Um, well, get back to us. They all agree Joey Diaz is the funniest. None of us have ever seen him live. Well, Mark Norman has never, never seen, seen Joey live, Diaz no. live, And we may never so see him live now. agree. And it's only live. It's it's not translated through... Um, Dude, how hilarious is this? I forgot screen. I forgot that I bought tickets to Tom Segura because I bought them like a year ago. When That's they went like on, a couple weeks. Yeah, it? when they went on pre-sale. That's if he comes. Have you communicated with him? If I can't imagine that. Well, those things aren't happening here right now, so I don't know what will happen in two weeks, but... That's a good point. There are I no assume it's concerts, canceled. Yeah. There are no theaters. There do, are no... do you listen to his podcast or anything? You'd probably say if it's been canceled. That's a good question. Well, his dad just died. Tom Segura's dad just died? Yeah. Um, Artie, Artie Lang, unbelievable. He's you know he's like a Keith Richards. Uh, recipes, Bob Saget just passed away. No, you're right. If you put him beside Norm and you're like, which one of these guys lives the longest? You're like, oh, fucking Norm by like 10 years. You just don't know till you know. What happened to Bob Saget, you think? Cocaine? Fentanyl, I think. Like some sort of uh, tainted product. Or he just had a heart attack. Like 
Genetics, bad genetics. You don't think it was because of the vaccine? A listener wrote in was like, a listener wrote in was like, he was in Jacksonville the night before. That's where I'm from, and that's what killed him. <laughs> Just well, if it was because the vaccine, you'll never know. That's why I think killed DMX. Um, you think the vaccine killed DMX? I, I should have never said that, but <laughs> you guys, Mad TV, eh? that was a good one. Yeah, there used to be more. What do you mean? I guess they come in different iterations, but SNL is the only mainstay. There's Mad TV, In Living Color. But if you think about it, there was other like they it's were just show. they were just late night sketch comedy shows. But yeah, like Kids in the Hall, SETV. Yeah, but what other ones? There are hardly any sketch comedy shows. Yeah, that have actually Chappelle, like, Key and Peele. Like, yeah, Key what, and Peele. What factor happens that they just? I guess Chappelle did Chappelle it so left. well. That it could, it, it, people got discouraged from trying to do it or something. A lot of people just make not great ones, and those don't last, or you don't remember them in the lexicon. Like like you said, Mr. Show, that's a good one, but that's an obscure one. A lot of people, like that's Bob Odenkirk and fucking David Cross. And then they get more success, so that stops doing. There's no Lauren Michaels for these other shows yeah. to keep them going. Then they joked about pronouns. I'm glad we're at that point now. How long do you think Chappelle could have gone? You know, I think with all that stuff, like, you know how they say The Office, the one was two years? What do you mean? The the original Office was only two years. Yeah, yeah, the, the British it. one, yeah. And I, I not much longer. Like, so, there's only so many ideas. Mm -hmm. And the, the more I went, the more successful anyone involved with it would get. So he did five years? Before no. He had Chappelle? two and then two seasons, and then the third got cut off. So maybe four years. Two and a half seasons. Gone. I think he would have got tired of it just the way. Well, I agree with that. I think he. I. I think. I mean, I think he could have gone five years. Well, I mean, like Saturday Night Live hasn't been good in fucking decades. I think that's a generational thing as well, though. What do you mean? Uh, I don't know. I mean, as you get older, they keep the cast younger. You don't really know them. You don't keep up. It's not. I don't know. I guess it's also. You're right. It's not great. I mean, since like Will Ferrell. Sandler and them. Well, that was the heyday, in my opinion. And then after that, who's it been? Has there Will been Ferrell? Will Ferrell was Will just Ferrell's after that, and that was pretty big. Will Forte, yeah, you love bad. Will Forte. Yeah, yeah. Will Forte. Yeah. He's yeah, really come out so. on his own. Yeah, fine, whatever. It's still that springboard, <laughs> but I think that, that someone says it, it means the most to you between Tina like Fey. That was 18 a, to 24, Super Jimmy Fallon. Kristen I've Wig. been re-watching... Um, Kristen Wiig uh, and Maya Rudolph. Yeah, I've been rewatching. Really Pete watching... a superstar now. Yeah, that's true. What's it called? I don't know. What have you been watching? So um, you watch everything. No, what's her name there? Uh, I just said her name. Tina Fey. Kristen yeah. Shaw. Tina, Tina Fey. Fey. Yeah. Oh, The Rock. 30, yes. 30, 30 Rock. Rock. What an amazing show. Oh, yeah. so good. Baldwin it really is best. great. It really is great. It's a great show. I'm telling you, Modern Family, that... There's a few comedies that have come out in the last like 10 or 15 years that have been absolutely knocked make out you of the feel park. warm inside parks and rec the office there's been great comedies yeah the comedies got way better like when you look back and think that like cheers and seinfeld used to be the big fucking so hilarious comedy's got way it's better. gotta be right i gotta say this too i'm tired of hearing joe say they could never make that movie today what movie? Anything. He always does Comic that. Oh, yeah. They can make any movie they want. Squid Mo Game was the biggest thing this year, and it was like ultra-violent. Like and movies have carte blanche. They can show rapes. They can yeah. say the N-word. I know. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm like, there's Joe. There's no canceling the movies. Yeah. 
they just don't make as many movies nowadays, it feels like, as they used to. Well, so. I think his only example on that one is the blackface, but I agree with you guys. Anything can be made. Even then, blackface, But I think you could dude, do a movie about people doing blackface. We'll, like, see it. we'll see it come down the pike. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They did a two-part episode where they make Lethal Weapon 5. Yeah. And Mac is in blackface yeah. for the entire two episodes. Yeah. Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> um, a little bit of talk about Maxwell and Epstein, but still, that's all been swept on the rug. I, I watched this morning, just speaking of uh, Always Sunny, yeah. episode where the gang gets therapy. It's where they're trying to figure out oh, who so needs funny. to do the dishes. Yeah. It is so fucking funny, man. It's hilarious. Charlie work. <laughs> they had a little talk about... Um, Maxwell and Epstein, but that's sort of... Yeah, you skipped over that already. It's over gone. You skipped over Maxwell and Epstein? Well, he just already? said what he just said. He's like, it's over, son. There's nothing to talk about. It's... Uh, well, Prince whatever. Just Andrew got shipped aboard. They keep trying to just take away... You know in Cheers where they're giving people titles? Over yeah. there, they're trying to oh, take another title from him. Now he's really punished. What does that do you about the sh- Who, shame? Prince Andrew? It can you even call him Prince anymore? I just love that he's Andrew. like, <laughs> I just love that he's petitioning the states being like, you guys can't charge me for breaking a law. Yeah. It's like, what do you, do you not know how this works? It's like, we don't have the same laws in England. <laughs> yeah. So whatever our laws are, that's what I do when I go anywhere. It says in London, you can diddle as many kitties as you'd like. Do you think Michelle Wolf, I'm sure she doesn't listen, but it's pissed off. They all said that she was on the plane because that's the link, right? Was she on the plane? Well, they all said she was, and I believe I've seen her name on a charter. I don't know how um, accurate that is. Again, it was probably just uh, this guy we know is going to New York, and you need to catch a plane ride. So, I, I mean, again, I don't think Michelle Wolf. What does he touched need? Any kids. And what does he need Michelle Wolf for? Like what? Just in did, case she makes it. He's not. Uh, she's not like a foreign policy person. <laughs> she's not. She's Michelle Wolf. I mean, again, if you're honeypotting people, don't you want to just get as many as you can? I mean, I, I get, yeah, I guess I would have thought that Epstein would have had more important people to. Um, but just cover all your bases, right? Yeah, Heads yeah, the bats. you're right. Just get everybody. She's a girl. Bring her on the plane. Um, anyways, that's the missing link. We'll see if she ever is on. She's been on Joe before. She yeah, she's back. been on. Yeah, she was she, on with Chappelle she, too in the background. Uh, creepy Bill Gates. He should not have done that interview. No, that didn't, look, just, that didn't look too good. Just makes you look worse. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, well, he's dead now. So let's carry on yeah. uh, philanthropy. Somebody's got to help him with his PR. Like we were saying, when uh, Warren Buffett dies, I'll be interested when Bill Gates dies if the world becomes a better place. Well, the good news is that Bill Gates' wife is doing her best to give his money away. So, Yes, you go, Miss Gates. Um, then they, the reason why he's accused it of being... Um, Repetitious is because they talked about the troll farms and yeah. this two separate protests at the same time, which I'm sure he's had this conversation with each of them individually. I know when Shane brought it up, when Shane was like, no, sometimes they'll do like a BML rally. I was like, oh, come on. We're not doing this right so, now, are we? So, this is- so that's my concern if this becomes a regular thing. And uh, the last thing I just have. I felt like Shane was gaslighting him for a second. I'm, I'm sure sometimes he no, is. He and we know it goes over Joe's head. Anyways. Uh, the best him. joker. I guess it comes out with Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, Phoenix, for right? sure. Yeah, of course it's Heath Ledger. Actually, I mean, Jack Nicholson was a pretty great Joker. He was, but he got uh, unthrown by Heath Ledger. I'm just wondering. It was just a better movie. It was a better It was. Hold on. This Joker. is the thing. The, the Jack Nicholson one was like, I guess, true to the comic book. Like, it was real comic book It was t- true to Tim Burton. 
Sure, but it's still no because if you look at the old like animated Joker, it it, it yeah, but that old like Batman te- television show was like a disgrace to Batman. I'm not talking about the television show. I'm talking about the comic book. It I don't know. I get what you're saying. Listen, for me, it's Heath Ledger for sure. The guy died doing the role, so we. But is it better that um, we just take for granted that we know how the Joker becomes a Joker because in. In Tim Burton's, we know he falls into the valley. Show the of thing, acid, and yeah. in the Joker, we see how he happens. How he cuts you know his own I mean? face. Like, do they just get away with the um, the fact that we just take for granted? You don't. His performance is so good. You don't have to know how he got his way. We we know how he got his way. Just let's watch him be the Joker. Because I think Joaquin Phoenix gave him a run for the money. Yeah, I oh, mean, I still see, think I, I hated that movie. I still think Heath Ledger's was way better. It just had more of like an actual like psychotic, like Joaquin Phoenix just seemed like a guy who was depressed. You know what I mean? Just a loser. Where but way more believable. Batman is operates yeah, the, in a world. Yeah, believable goes out of the, it's Arkham Asylum. Like we're this not. Is, this is what I'm saying. Batman operates in a world where he's a guy who dresses up like, like, and superheroes exist. Nothing is real. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be the most realistic one. And again, his like the the scars on his face and just the mannerisms, like the, it felt dark. It felt him dressed up in that nurse's uniform, like it was a fucking cool. Movie. I wonder if he did die, would he get a spinoff like his own? Would they have made his own Joker? To see how we get there. I don't think he would have done. I it. don't think he would have done it either, man. I think artist. he had too much uh, yeah integrity. I think he would have just let, you. let yeah. sleeping dogs yeah. lie. Because you're never going to read. He would have made other great movies, yeah. but not that one. Yeah. Those actors don't like to go back to characters, anyways. And that's well, you're not going to do. You're never going to do it any justice. There's never. You could never make a a spinoff or a sequel to that where people would be like better than the first. And I think he like um, character acted that one, and it must have been a bitch method. to be that. Yeah, method, yeah, method acting, to be yeah. that character. You wouldn't want to sure. go back and God, do it. No. I bet he would have said something douchey had he been there alive to accept his award. Probably. Some actor fucking... I don't think he would have. Well, Joaquin did. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I I love all these guys. I don't hate this podcast, but it's it just seemed too too soon after the last one. Yeah, it was way too soon. But it may be a recurring thing, and so be it. Joe can do whatever he wants. Rate it. I still give it a three. I liked it. It's fun. These, it, I like it was these the ones. best episode of the week. Go choir, boys. I give it a two. All right. Well, no agreement. All right, that's an episode. If you made it this long, that's incredible. This well, I don't is think f- I rated it, eh? I give it a three. Did I say that? I thought you said three. I think I said, yeah. kind I words, think you said three, but who knows? Yeah. We've, good, good. We've good, missed good. them before. Uh, if you made it this far, thank you so much. You are incredible. We love you. If you're a patron, obviously, stick around for the post show. We do have some uh, social media. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram or Twitter, it's at J-R-E-E podcast. There's a subreddit if you want to join in the conversation or ask us any questions or anything like that. It's r slash J-R-E-E podcast. Uh, the YouTube will be up and running again soon. It's uh, youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. We're almost at 1,000 subs, so if we're like 40 short. If you haven't already, even if you don't plan on watching anything, maybe just slide over there, hit that subscribe button, do us a favor. It would help us out a, a great deal. Like I said, the video will be back soon. Computers just waiting to be put together. Uh, we have a website if you want to buy some merch. Simon's in the middle of uh, some design work that he's going to give me, so there'll be new t-shirt designs soon. Uh, head over to wearenotjoerogan.com. Again, that's wearenotjoerogan.com. 
And then, of course, the Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Head over to patreon.com slash podcast. For that $5, you'll get the post show. It's the show after show we shoot the shit. And you will also get old episodes of This Won't Age Well, the show where we used to go back, listen to old episodes, and do the same bullshit we do here. That is it. Thank you, as usual, to BetterHelp. Don't forget to check them out, betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. There's also an Onnit link in the description if you want to get some uh, discounts on some Onnit stuff. Uh, link will be in the description. Guys, again, thank you so much for listening. You guys have anything to say in closing? I've only been waiting here to say at Kamar Babar on my socials. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't care. I got a piss. Okay, you can follow Kamar on Instagram at Kamar Babar. Simon, you can get out of your bubble. Go ahead. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open. <laughs> <laughs>